What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. All right, let me know if my audio is in here. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Good Night Show. The Good Night Show over here, man. Let me tell y'all. How's the audio? Everything's good. All right, man. We not being sabotaged. I'm on hotel Wi-Fi, so you never know. But of course, I spent a little money for the hotel Wi-Fi in here. I don't have all my sound effects. I don't even have the I got money. But uh, we are ready to go. I am still overseas in Eastern Europe or sorry, in, in the Mediterranean, if you will, over in Italy. Cocciolini is back. All right. With the new empire, if you will. And this will be a short show. Okay, this will be a short show, as short as I, my equipment can hold out. All right, so anyway, man, we are ready to go. We got a little bit of a, a show here today. We got two topics. We're going to talk about me and Rome. And uh, also, we're going to talk about uh, the Michael B. Jordan situation in which uh, there was a little bit of a situation with a woman who he he went to high school with. Now she's somewhat in the industry as well, and now she's interviewing him. And then he called her out for calling him the corny kid in high school and a lot of men seem to be relating to this story, and a lot of women are missing the point. Unfortunately for black women, of course, they're like, what, what does this have to do with anything? All right. But this is kind of the situation that a lot of men, not all men, not all, a lot of men have been put into when they're dealing with uh, their earliest issues with women. All right. And we're going to talk about bullying and making yourself stronger and going through this, realizing that time is on our side and all of that stuff. We're going to we're going to cover all of that stuff and we're also going to cover the 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 probably and listen, I haven't looked at YouTube for a long time. I'm sure somebody has taken the side of, well, it's only you punk dudes that worry about what girls uh say to you in high school. I'm sure there was some red pill guy that was like, "Well, I was getting hoes in high school." They probably was some dude like, "Y'all worried about stuff hurting you in high school." I'm pretty sure, listen, I I I don't know. I don't know. And it could be some people that I'm cool with. See, I was getting hold and y'all still worried about when y'all was getting hurt in high school. See, we already, we listen, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's somebody who covered that side of the story. All right. See, all my, see, I got my phone falling down. I'm sure somebody was like, yeah, see, y'all had to worry about all that. See, I was getting hoes and I was running game. I was piping down girls when I was 15 years old with my dirty Johnson. I'm pretty sure there's somebody that was covering that. So, if, in fact, there's somebody that covered that side, please believe me, I have not watched it, all right? I have not watched it. I've been over here in Rome, over here at the junior college in Rome going crazy. I've been out here. Hold up for a second. Where's my, where's my, I don't even know, man. I've been over at the junior college acting a fool in, in Rome, all right? I've been on a cruise for seven days with barely any internet access, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> all right, I already know. I already know because I know how this manosphere works. Oh, boy. Anyway, let me do all my introductions just in case you just don't know who I am. All right. Listen. All right. Welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You're in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content and the speaker of truth. Yours truly in Rome, the great coach Alini, better known as the notorious one and the prognosticator coach Radamus. And we also are here in our 5% spirit. Uh, the sea god Allah in the building. And there's a bunch of other stuff, man. I cannot wait to get home. Uh, this is going to be a two-week total vacation. So I have two more full days. And then I'll be on a long flight back on the third day. 
And then I'll be back in studio for the members live stream on Sunday morning. And then the the uh, the uh, Patreon money mindset on Sunday night. We're going to split the group up. And if you haven't been a part of those groups, we did live streams this weekend, uh, both the weekends that I've been traveling. So uh, we will get back to business on Sunday. But I get back late, late, late Saturday. And of course, junior college waiting for me in Las Vegas. All right. They texting me when you coming home, daddy. Damn daddy. <laughs> They come in here, Daddy. When you coming back? Because I didn't tell them. You know me, man. I I slid under the radar. I wasn't telling people. Look, I'm gone. All right. I just left, and they's like, Daddy, where you at? They like, Daddy, my car broke down. Daddy, where you at? Where that salami? Right. I'm like, I already got set up over here. All right. Uh, let me get to the super chats. Oh, look. If you want to contribute to the day show for the vacation, okay, for the vacation. Uh, you can contribute by going to uh, Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. Watch out for scammers out here. They've got scam Instagram accounts of me, scam Cash Apps. I will never ask you or send you a request for a Cash App. Okay, so please do not fall for the scams. But Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the live chat. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel over here and... We're going to talk about me at the Vatican for sure. All right, I got searched down. They tried to strip search me. They was like, hey, wait a minute. You're not coming in here. All right, and also, if you want a super chat, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Over there, there's a whole channel you can uh, super chat. Anyway, what do we got? Mr. Commander says, welcome back. Coffee for CGA over here. By the way, I, I kicked it in Sicily. If you haven't been watching my vlogs, I was over in Sicily to go kick it with the Tony Battalion. I showed up over here, and I was quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. As soon as I saw the real Sicilians, hold up. I got to find where my sound effects are. I'm not used to my machine over here. Wait, hold up. Is this it? I don't even know where my, hold up. Oh, there it is. All right, Tony the Battalion tucked his tail. I was like, these brothers, this the real Nicosia Nostra. <laughs> All right, this the real Mafiosa over there. I was like, I ain't saying shh. I was... They was like, hey, what is that over here? I said, I ain't know nothing over here. All right. I see nothing. I know nothing over here. <laughs> right. You can't you can't mess around in Sicily in Sicily, bro. They was looking at me like, hey, are you Tony the Battalion over here? And I said, wait a minute. I'm not. Nope. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know anybody like that over there. Over here. <laughs> okay, what do we got? It was a crazy, crazy mess. Thank you, Mr. Commander. El Chino says, shout out to Coach of the Coach Gang. He says, bring me back a gordita. And I don't have all of my sound effects. But uh, there's no gorditas over here. As a matter of fact, I realize, and there's a bunch of realizations that I will share with you in my travel here to Italy uh, because it is a cultural trip. And, of course, I, I also tell you how I get down. All right, I don't be traveling for no peace leave, but peace leave seems to be here when I get here. All right. A piece of leaf can be had. All right. But I'll tell you how I'll do it uh, in a second here. But um, in, in this case here, uh, there's so many hills and cobblestones and everything's walking. You know what I mean? You can walk. You can take a cab if you want to. Uh, but uh, everybody walks uh, or drive scooters. By the way, they drive like maniacs out here. But, 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 but by the way, there's not a lot of fat people here. I mean, there are some fat people here. But the way people operate on a daily basis in the city, people be walking, bro. And they walking uphill both directions on unstable surfaces like cobblestone, old little, little small cobblestone. 
you know what I mean? The curb is all sideways and crooked. Bro, you 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 got to be <laughs> you got to be doing. Listen, I've been seeing the only people I've been seeing, seeing riding scooters around was Americans. Americans, give yourself an L. We got to talk about Americans, man. Americans. Jesus, man, look, because I'll get on Twitter every now and then and I see all of this banter going back and forth about politics and racism. Scott Adams. I'm like, man, boy, y'all got it bad. Brothers, man, go go get your passports. All right. I know people are going to say you jumping on the passport, bro, bandwagon. No, the free agent lifestyle in 2018, the book was uh, initially the whole book was about you traveling, getting your passport. But I shut down travel because I didn't want to get the poke. I was like, I ain't going nowhere. All right. I just travel in within the United States. But get your pa- you guys got to travel, man, because that little we're not we'll cover that later. Let me do the super chats. This is going to make it an hour show. It's going to make it an hour show. But y'all got to get out and travel, man. All of this stuff y'all got going on in America. Y'all getting bamboozled. You know what I mean? It is like the uh, what I learned. Oh, I'm supposed to share this later. What I learned today about. um uh, uh, the Roman Empire, and uh, one of the quotes that it says, all you have to do with the public is give them a bread and circus, and you can distract them from what's really going on in the world. Yes, hold on for a second. Just bread, just bread and circus, and you can completely distract them to what's real. Okay, you guys don't realize you're being distracted. Yeah, but I, well, I'm not going to get into that because, listen. Yeah, it'll be a three-hour show. All right, let me get to these super chats, man. The brothers, thank, thank you for this one. Robert Moreno, no, I'm oh, sorry. Who was that? That wanted the Gordita. El Chino wanted the Gordita. There's no Gorditas here. All right, what do we got here? Robert Moreno, please come back. Coach, I'm overdosed on the blue pill. You guys are about to go back to the plantation. That's why I had to chime in. The dictator says, Coach got flewed out by them big, beautiful sisters from the mother. All right. And he says, we know he broke. Yeah, man, my sugar mama has paid for this trip. Just in case the private investigators watching, I paid zero dollars for this trip. I got good sugar mama. Original coach gang member says as a former corny man myself, combined with being short, it turned out to be the best thing for me. The women who ignored me uh, now at 40 are in debt and single mothers stay debt free and corny and living the free agent lifestyle. Welcome back, coach. Thank you to the original coach gang member, Mr. Boston. Okay, one of the big things, the epiphanies that men have to realize is, you know, uh, you're going to be at a great, great advantage if you're able to focus on yourself. Ronnie W. says, what's up, coach? I thought you don't travel. All right, him don't travel. Him don't travel. Somebody's still going to, you know, the thing about travel is like, it's like buying houses. You know what I mean? People are like, you don't own a house. Then you buy a house and well, your house is too small. All right, then you buy a, you buy a bigger house and you bought too much house. Well, you know, I'm like, like it's always they one up you, okay? But uh, you know, uh, travels the same way. Well, you haven't been here. Well, I've been to ten countries. I've been to twenty countries. I've been to 30, 40, 50, 11. You know, it's one of those things. You start doing it, and then it's still out enough. Well, you haven't been here, <laughs> right? They be like, like what the hell? Like chill the f out, bro. They chill the hell out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you have yeah. They move the goalposts on you. They move the goalposts. All right. They move the GoPros. Well, you don't own any property. Well, I actually own land in California. Well, it doesn't have a house on it. You don't own anything. <laughs> well, it's only a four bedroom. I have a five. It's only a five. I have a 10. You know what I mean? Like they keep never think, never try to compete with these dudes in this pissing contest. What you do is you make your own rules and you live by it. When you, you didn't go to Thailand, you went to Italy. All right. <laughs> like, well, you haven't been to Western Europe. Like they like. Where's the you can't win button? 
All right. Never fall for that bullshit. All right. Anybody that does that. Where are we at here? Uh, Dart says coach traveling in Europe. Him. <laughs> wait, he broke himself and got no job. Yes. All right. I don't know how a broke man could do this, but hey, look, it pays to have a 67 year old sugar mama. Allegedly. JC says, welcome back, CGA. This Jesse holding it down. All right. Uh, with the gang and locals. All right. Till you get back home. He says, your advice on my corp corporate fatigue was priceless. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. Corporate fatigue is real. Neo Mass says, Coach Alini, Il Coach El Coche over here. All right. And I learned a lot about Benito Mussolini. By the way, I learned a lot um, about, you know, a lot of history. I mean, of course, it's, it's their version of the history as well. But uh, yeah, man, I'm going to go over that in a minute. Original coach gang member says, coach, I'll hit you up when I get to Istanbul. All right. I better do beautiful man from Istanbul who loved what I was wearing and he wanted to take a picture of me today. <laughs> or <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, he says, tell me what to gift you, uncle. He says, wasn't the Vatican City nice? Did you try the gelato out there? Indeed, indeed. I'm going to tell you that story. Gunslinger says, welcome back, coach. John Ellison says, my ninja, you back. He says, bro, these YouTube streets boring as F without you. And I had to just take a little vacation to show you that this is the king of kings, the king of content and the speaker of truth. Y'all had to hold, listen to these ninjas, the whole. And when I say ninjas, I mean all. Y'all had to go in there and listen to all these Red Pill content creators. CGA is nothing. I'm going to show him. I'm going to take his spot. All right. Anyway. No, you're not. All right. What are we at? Enigma says, respect coach streaming. From the cruise and or hotel room, planning my Southeast Asia trip next year, Europe again, this year, twice. Europe's great, man. Europe's great. And uh, I'm going to tell you the difference between uh, what you might consider Europe and Italy, <laughs> right? Or the Mediterranean. I've learned a lot. Buddy Jacqueline is in the building, and I appreciate you, man, for being here. What do we got? U.S. Army retired. Let me do two more, and then I'll get to the other ones. Hey, coach, when you get a chance, can you let the brothers know? That the 10-year marriage rule applies to Social Security also. Your ex is is or will get half of your Social Security, SSI or SSDI. You can Google it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in here. Oh, the humanity. So we do need to set. I need to actually look that up because that could be deadly. That could be deadly. You guys don't know that. Shout out to El Chino says him. Him don't travel. Coach, you don't travel. By the way, I'm lying about this. And all of my pictures on Instagram are green screen. I am not where I say I am. Let me let me get back. Let me get to this. And I'm going to get to the PayPals and everybody um, on this one here. CGA takes over Rome. Let me just tell you, um, you know, for, for you Americans that that you guys get caught up in these arguments. I will call them distractions. All right. Distractions. You guys really, really know that you uh, have been had a lot of agendas pushed on you and uh, there's a quite a circus going on in which you remove yourself and I often find this out when I do travel I remove myself from it but then when you come back you realize how dumb and ignorant everybody else sounds and of course us Americans have a great ego and entitlement and we think we're the best because that's kind of how we've been raised America's the best and we're the best and everything that they show on television we win it you know what I mean you watch the Olympics they never show us losing they show us almost winning or winning so we all we're, we're beating the world. They they put the medals uh, they put the medal points up. Oh look at us, we're winning. Uh, so that means uh, a lot of people think we're smart and brilliant. But let me just tell you, man, there are some ignorant people out here in America. I mean, you guys think you know, but you don't know. And traveling will open that up. And it's also 
uh, a lot of times when I was checking my Twitter, I was seeing what people were arguing and fighting about. I would check it for about a minute. And I'm like, man, this these people are still talking about this bullshit, right? Mm. <laughs> it's like you guys are still arguing about shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I hate to talk about this, but race. Oh, my God. This whole thing about race. Y'all got to Y'all got to travel, man. I was even hearing people that I've collabed with talk about racial issues and in Africa and all of this shit. Meanwhile, I'm in the Mediterranean, right? <laughs> I'm in the Mediterranean with Northern Africa. I'm kind of studying them. Uh, uh, Italy is a Mediterranean. It's it's a part of Europe, but for the most of its history, it really wasn't a part of Europe. All right. So most of it was Mediterranean uh, involving the, the Jews, if you will, the early Christians, the Roman Empire, uh, people from Tunisia, Northern Africa, Egypt, Greece, the Greek islands, Croatia, all of that area right there. I mean, that's basically what it, is, it encompasses. And when you're in Rome, you see a multicultural mix of people, man. I mean, it's just insane. And then the history itself uh, between people who conquer people, I mean, it's it's baffling as to how Americans try to process it, right? Like, because we were like, oh, the Africans came over there. It, it's kind of like weird. It's, it's completely weird and it's off because people are speaking from ignorance. People are speaking from ignorance. Like, you don't know. You have no clue. You know what I mean? Like, you have no clue and you put these stories together. I've heard crazies. I've heard some crazy shit. Uh, even before and during while I was here for people speaking on this area. And they've never been here. I was like, I could tell you never been here. Just how you're talking about it. Like, you, like, you don't know. But, but with that being said, with that being said, uh, this is a very, very, uh, this is, this area has been in flux for thousands and thousands of years. It's been uh, constantly being usurped, overtaken, attacked from all areas, Northern Africa, uh, Western Europe with, with H-I-T-L-E-R, history as we call them over here. Even Mussolini went, and went, went a little bit above board to try to make himself the third Roman Empire, if you will, third dictator of the great emperor and the model of Julius Caesar who, and, and, and so forth and so on. So there's been so much flux all the way up until the 1800s and 1900s. And even if you include the wars, there's been a lot of uh, uh, instability for the most part in which when America was probably stable during these years. All right. So uh, as stable as you could say, stable can be. But but uh, just being here to realize it and learn, at least from their perspective, from what was what. And they tell you what it was. Oh, by the way, they also talk about the J.E.W.S. money. And that's been going on for like 2000 years. I don't know if you guys know. I learned this today that the financing for the Coliseum was was uh, because they stole the they went and raided and had a war. Uh, with the Jews and took their gold and stole their gold and financed it to build the Coliseum. I tell you what, man, I'm going to say some things never change. <laughs> Something. I mean. When I heard that, I was like, what? 2000 <laughs> And then, you know what I mean? They just told the story. And I'm sitting there like, damn, like, wowzers. <laughs> I was like, oh, the humanity. But uh, when you hear these things, when you hear these things, you kind of see how things take, take its course. With America, just to be honest with you, with America, we're a young country. Most of our history has been wiped out, washed away, taken over. So much so that most of the history that we've learned as an ignorant America was basically the whole George Washington, you know what I mean? The Jamestown, Virginia, and anything before that was wiped away. You don't have that here. We have history going on between even before Christ was born, Julius Caesar before Christ was born. Uh, all of these stories have been passed on, wiped away, warred, taken over. And 
you know, these areas have been taken over and been not very stable even till now. So what you know about the wars that are going on now in Europe, if you will, if you will, this has been going on for thousands of years. Thousands. Like they've been they've been at each other's neck for a long time. Uh, but what we think is, you know, these things, these people are going through these crises. Oh, wow. Why is this person doing this? And this is weird. Guys, this has been been a push and shove match for like thousands of years. All right. Back and forth. Even in the 1940s, back and forth. All right. Russia coming back. You know what I mean? They're encroaching back onto uh, Ukraine, if you will. If you that that's the dirty U word. But they're encroaching back on that, which they had in the 80s under the Soviet and then Poland as well. And then right next door to Poland is Berlin, which was a communist, half communist, half Eastern West, Eastern Berlin, Western Berlin. Like this shit been going on ping pong for a long ass time. Mm. Nothing new under the sun. And when I say a long time, I'm talking about thousands of years. <laughs> so anyway, man, they always been at each other's neck. And when you when you travel and you learn the history and the culture, you hear the North and the, the North. Africans invaded the Africans. And then you look at who the Africans were. They weren't the black. I, brother, Africans, they weren't those. They were the Northern Africans. You know what I mean? It's actually insane. It's an insane history. So I wish America actually had a real history, but we don't. But our history is so, so, uh, so small that we fill in the gaps with crazy ass history. <laughs> like we try to tell you what happened in Europe. All in the Mediterranean. You guys have no idea. It's actually ignorant. But anyway. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, the Moors have come in. Self-admitted. The Moors did come in. Uh, there was a lot of instability. We learned about the Christians. How they, uh, how, uh, I can't remember which one of the em emperors who took over. Slips of my mind. But I think it's Constantine. Constantine brought Christianity from below in the belly into what it is today. All because he was not even from this area and he invaded and he killed the emperor. So a lot of crazy stuff of how Christianity became the majority in the other religions in this area and including others became the minority. It is actually actually crazy, crazy, crazy stuff, man. It's crazy stuff. But that's what I'm that's what I'm here for. And by the way, you actually want to know about the junior college. The junior college has had what if you guys haven't followed me. One of the reasons that I've told you about traveling early on was to travel to open your mind, learn new things, get culture, get away from the lifestyle of America, because uh, the world doesn't revolve around America as we believe. And a lot of Americans, I haven't I've been unimpressed with the Americans for a long time. <laughs> All right. I've been talking like this since before I traveled, but I've been unimpressed. But um. You got to open your mind. And when I tell you, when I, when I come into town, if you've been watching me, if you've been watching me, I tell you what I do when I travel. When I hit town, I have something set up. I get that nut and then I go worry about the rest of my trip. All right. But, but a lot of times people are saying you go travel and then you go for bars and nightclubs and you hang out and you chase and you Mac and you, you put Riz on girls and then you do this day to day. And maybe after a day or two, maybe three of days doing this, you finally get laid. And I'm telling you, you're wasting your time. Do not travel that way. Do not travel that way. Just come, come in town, get that first nut, <laughs> get that first nut. Don't go to no bars. Don't go nowhere. Don't listen. I've been walking the streets of Rome 
at all hours of the night. Nobody does anything to me, but you don't know. I did get invited to the boom boom room. I did get invited to the boom boom room and I showed up and there was a bunch of Romanian chicks down there ready to jump on my Johnson for a couple of dollars. But I was like, oh, I'm in the wrong place. They let me go. But what you do is you come in there, you get the cheeks clapped, and then you go worry about your own business, man. You go do some things. You go on excursions and travels and all of that stuff. And so I've been to four countries. No, 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 no. I've been to five countries. And uh, when you are in any area like this, the Mediterranean, Africa, Europe, you will find that the cheat code to traveling is Europe. All right. So when you hear people say, I've been to 32 countries, most of them have been in Europe. All right. Most of them have been in Europe. They haven't been zigzagging, flying, jet, jet setting all over the world. All right. And if they can speak three or four languages, most of them are next door neighbor European areas. Okay. Because European people are very much cordoned and sectioned off. All right. So I've been to five countries in this time. Five countries. Uh, Malta counts as a country. <laughs> Malta is a country. Italy. And I've been up and down the entire what would be the western coast of Europe. I've been, I'm out of Italy. I've been all up and down. I've been to the Genoa. I've been to, um, I'm actually going to Florence. I've been to Sicily and Rome as well. So I've been to several areas up and down the border of Italy, and it is quite vast. It is a big, big country. Just recently united in the last 200 years. Okay, it was all sectioned off. But i uh, also been into Marseille, Marseille, France. Been to Barcelona, Spain. And uh, the Vatican City is its own country as well. It's its own little city and country. And it is outside of the, slightly outside of the walls of Rome, old Rome. All right. And I think I'm missing out on one. Then am I missing out on one? I think I'm missing out on one. All right. It's slipping my mind. Uh, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, anyway, the junior college is lit just like it's lit over there. And by the way, if you're a black man and you're wondering how people trap, uh, uh, treat you here, they treat you, they ignore the shit out of you. Uh, Italy and m much of Europe has a great thing that America doesn't have. And I'm not here to put down America. I love America. What they have is this thing called minding your own damn business. All right, that's what they have over there. Over here. Do people mind their own business? They going about what the hell they going about doing. They not here to be impressed by you. They really ain't impressed by you for the most part. There are some women that might give you a little bit of love. You know what I mean? They give you some, a little bit of love. There are some women who don't give a F about you and men. They really don't give a damn. They about their own damn business. Nobody's stopping people. No Karens. Nobody's bothering you. Everybody's on their hustle. They're, they're, they're going where they're going. And of course, when there's time to slow down, there is time to slow down. Okay. But they mind their own damn business over here. Okay. They mind their own damn business. And that's one of the things that I can acknowledge. I think uh, a lot of men, and women, unfortunately, over back in the homeland of America, we're so worried about what everybody else is doing. Okay. I don't find that to be the case, even in the cities that I've been in, uh, Barcelona as well. So that, that people are kind of just going about their own way. So yes, do people treat you as I haven't experienced any racism, none of, none of those things. Nobody said you don't belong here. Um, I would say most of the, what you would probably feel from these people are that they're rude. You know, because Americans, we walk down the street. Hi, how you doing? And how you doing? And stepping to the side and trying to, oh, trying to, trying to make everybody comfortable or trying to marry about what everybody else is doing. Why are they doing that? And what are you doing? Uh, here, they don't care, man. They will walk right down the street. By the way, if you walking in the middle of the street, you will get ran over. They will not stop for your monkey ass. Just to let you know, 
Okay, better be you better walk across the street with five people, at least five people. If you step your ass out there, be like, they'll stop for me. Nope, they will run your ass over. And it could be a man, an old man, an old lady on a scooter. Run you clean over. They don't give a damn. <laughs> All right, they don't give a damn. Talking about, hey, uh, I have the right of way. Nope, you ain't got no right of way. You ain't got no legal system neither. They don't give a damn. They will run your ass clean over here. All right, so just so you know, man. And you'd be like, oh, who's supposed to go? I'm supposed to actually, you're supposed to stop. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, uh, I actually like this trip. And uh, if you do want to take a trip like this, I've been on a cruise prior to that. That's why I was able to go to all of those places. You can do this without the cruise, but it will cost you a lot more money and a lot more time on trains and whatnot. But uh, the the Mediterranean people are quite different from the Western European people. So. Um, if you did want to get into the context of that conversation, I can see why people had this whole thing about, oh, I ain't white. I ain't white because uh, this is a melting pot of many, many people. I find that Western Europe is going to be somewhat of a more of a melting pot as well when you get to the big cities, United Kingdom and so forth and so on. Even in Sweden, it's much of a melting pot. But here in, in, in Italy, in Rome, it is a melting pot of many, many, many cultures, not just Italians. They come from everywhere. They come from everywhere. So you find that out here, you find out real fast, like, man, this isn't, this is not what I thought it was. So, uh, yeah, man, let's get to the main subject. But before we do that, let me get to the contributors on the cash apps and all of that. Before we get to the main event, I don't have all my sound effects and all of that. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, I guess you guys wanted me to talk about the women as well. The women are. Uh, you, you know, if they're your type, they're your type. If they're not your type, they're not your type. Um, I find them to be not exactly my type. All right. But there are some, they're type enough here. So let me tell you, they're, dude, the junior college is 20 and 25. And there was a couple of other people that I was like, I've been completely worn out going on excursions every day. So, um, in between that 20 and 25 had no problem. Many of them were fascinated by me and wanted to be with somebody like me. That's what they would say here. And uh, the fact that I was traveling, guys, your future wives are getting pounded. Your future wives are getting taken to pound town right now. We can talk about that later when we get to the, the, the corny kid thing. Your future wives are out here getting ran in nice hotels by visitors. Okay, here. And it's been that way for thousands of years. Cleopatra came through and got ran through by two men. At least that we know about. <laughs> Cleopatra was in here, caused a whole war by getting ran through by two men. So she was the original junior college right there. So I don't know if you guys know, man. Y'all future wives out here. Y'all brothers, y'all hopeless romantic brothers going to have to go ahead and get it through your head, brother. It is going to be tough out here for y'all. If y'all don't get on it, man, because y'all girls are out here getting piped. This one girl, she said, I'm a medical student. I'm just here. You know what I mean? My family's here. We're this and that. I'm going to school. But here, she came over, did monkey double backflips. No problem. 20. <laughs> all right, let's get to these. Let's get to the cash apps and all of that. Oh, man. Shout out to who we got here. Who do we got? It's just like in America, too. What are we doing here? I got to get. Uh... Let me see. Deshaun Rose says you done. Wait, you done vacationing now? Nope. Hold on for a second. Nope. Is this from today? Nope. I'm not done yet. Shout out to, we'll call you. Preston says women cheat 
is women cheating is worse because their man is begging for it usually. Uh, women are cheating is worse. It worse. We can get into that. Randy K. Safe travels, Mr. Adams. Thank you, Randy K. Kevin. Uh, we'll call you Ken. Says for a slice of pizza over here. By the way, the Fukachi. Fukachi. Am I pronouncing that right? You know me with words and languages. Fukachi is Liddy. <laughs> Fukachi is Liddy. I I don't have my sound effects here. Give me that Fukachi y'all here in the United States, man. By the way, pizza is different. It's not how it is in the United States. XL Pro Services, shout out to you, international free agent, right here for life. All right. Is it Fukachia? Fukachia. Fukachia. Not Fugazi. Is it Fukachi? Fukachia. Fukachi is way better. Somebody says, is it Poonani better? It's all peace. Dude, it's all peace leave no matter where you go. It was, it, it was, it was nice, though. But it's all peace leave. It don't matter. That's why y'all got to get out, man. Jay Flo says for the escape from Europe fund, Coach Gang in the building. Let's see if they let me back home, too. Mr. Downs says him not on the cruise, him using CG, CGI. All right, Kevin, shout out to you, Kev J. All right, Sheldon says enjoy the mini pies over there, that sweet potato pie or that focaccia pie or the pizza pie. No government name says... I'm Dr. Corny of the haters to the haters. Shout out to the Dr. Cornies. Okay, because people could probably consider me corny. Oh, you going over there for a cultural trip? Yep, part of culture and part of travel is culture. I do want to learn. Okay, they're like, that corny. You're supposed to be just running around, running, running riz on girls all day. All right, listen, come on. Nope. Hell no. Hell no, dude. Dude, listen, the way I look at how women are, they're just a part of, they're just a part. They're like a cherry on the top. They're cherry on the whole damn thing, man. As soon as you go somewhere, they gonna be there. You ain't never gonna, there ain't never gonna be a shortage of women. And peace leave. And I don't care how you get it, whether you talk nice to them, take them out on a date, pay direct. I don't care how you gonna get it. It's gonna be right there for you, bro. It's gonna be right there for you. But y'all dudes out here everywhere, you guys have this uh what they call one-itis or uh non-abundance mindset. Shout out to the Shelby NYC over here. He says, how do the women look in Sicily and Southern Italy? I would say not my type, all right, just to be honest with you, but they are fit. And as we discussed in the members live stream, they are feminine. Okay, I, although the language can be a kind of rough. It's a gruff language, especially if you don't know which one they're speaking, because at any point, they can be speaking a number of one of eight languages. You have no clue. I mean, you could be listening to somebody, they're speaking Spanish French, Italian, they could be Middle Eastern, Arab, Arab, they can be speaking some African. You don't know what the hell people are talking about. All right, you have no clue. All right, but there's a wide variety of people, and uh, they're very much more fit and more feminine style. I have seen, oh, be careful when you do travel, that because if you're around tourist areas, you're, you're dealing with either the women who want to be around tourism, which aren't the best women. Right. Those are women that are either looking for something or they work in the area. And or um, if you're around the tourist area, you're actually missing the majority of what women are in that area. So you have to go outside of the tourist areas to see what women actually are. And in Sicily, I will say that um, that uh, there are some good looking women there. All right. But you just got to get out of the tourist areas because most of the time you're looking at tourists. 
All right. You're, you're not looking at the real women. You're looking at tourists. And so you're like, oh, the women here are ugly. Well, those are the people traveling in. You don't you don't have a clue. And I experienced that in Barcelona because when I was in Barcelona, I had a whole bunch of time on my hands. So I went way outside the tourist area and I ended up in a mall. And I was like, damn. All right. I was like, oh, OK. All right. Because when I was in the tourist area, I was like, Barcelona women are whack. All right. But then I ended up way outside of Barcelona and I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I was like, there they are. All right. Here they are. <laughs> And the Barcelona women are, woo! I could have had some fun in Barcelona. All right. Listen, I know people are like, Spain is a feminist hold, holdover. Yeah, it could be. But those women were fine as hell. All right. Barcelona got my number one right now. If I was going to come back purely for women, I'm going to Barcelona. Where are we at? There were flatbacks here, but uh, yeah. Juan says, welcome back, Greg Nito. Coach Alini, shout out to you, sir. Salute. Thank you, man. And Preston says, women said it was tasteless that Michael B. Jordan called her out. Well, we're going to talk about why women are going to miss the boat on this one. Sadly, uh, if you're if you're not moving around the world, you're dealing with that mindset of American women who don't realize what, what's going on there. But we're going to clear all of that up. Let me do Venmo and PayPal. This might take some time. I know it's been a few days. Zero Fallout says, nice to see Coach back on these YouTube streets, and that is a co-sponsorship. He says, I don't know if you know about the big male, the big male red pill content creator turning on us. Coach is correct. Men are just one blowjob away from the plantation. I don't know who happened. What who turned? Was there a heel turn? I have no idea. There's a big male red pill content creator. Who is it? Anybody know? I don't know. El Jefe says this is for coaches ops. We all know coach broke his F and depends on his sugar mama. All right. Yes, I do. All right. Private investigator. You know, they take you to court and be like, he went and traveled. He went here. Anybody know? I don't know. Shout out to, we'll call you Kevin. He said, shout out to the best coach. Hashtag coach gang. We in here. Okay. I don't know who turned. I don't know who said what. I have been out of the loop. And mainly because my security settings, I don't want to mess around because, you know, you start logging in all over the place. They start asking you if it's you. Uh, people can hack into your stuff. So I kind of got to be careful when I log in. We got one more over on PayPal and then we'll get back to the show. How about that? We're going to get to the main event. Shout out to we're going to call you uh, Mr. Benoit. He says my first little payment of tuition to you, coach. Keep doing your thing. Safe travels out there. Indeed. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. We're going to make it back in one piece. All right, hopefully. And am I going to get another piece of peace leave? I kind of, unless it falls in my lap. Okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. Let's get to this one right here. Who was it? Maybe it said, uh, okay. Somebody said, um, I don't mean to call these people out. Oh, think before you sleep. Think before somebody said uh, Rolo, think before you sleep. Like I'm telling you, I don't even know. I tend to believe that. Uh, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. They're saying think. Uh, they said Rolo went in on admin preach. I did catch a little bit of that, but I was on the boat. I was on the boat, so I couldn't get good internet. I couldn't even get the stream. I, it was a mess. So I did see the. I did see a couple minutes of what they were talking about there. 
and all of that stuff. But I tend to believe that uh, what t- what tends to happen is, and uh, it, this could certainly happen to anybody. I'm sure people could probably say I've done something of it, but I've been just trying to make my content a little more. Uh, I, I don't want to be in a hole with my content, meaning I could just come up here and say, oh, well, you know, no cohabitation, no long-term relationships, no marriage. I mean, there's only so many times you could say that. But uh, I do find that when people hit a certain mark subscriber-wise, they start doing a little bit of tap dancing, you know, and I think it, it is the 500,000 subscriber mark, which I'll never hit it. But um, but uh, they start doing a little bit of a tap dance and that tap dance mainly because they get access to things um, from YouTube and benefits and it becomes serious. You know what I mean? You're a serious YouTuber at 500,000. So once you start hitting that mark, you guys got to start. You guys got to realize you're out of the red pill. I mean, like your reach is completely out of it. So you're reaching into mainstream Normieville. And uh, if you want to continue to grow from there, which you obviously do, you see 500,000. Now you start thinking how a million could be possible. Then you got to tap dance. You know what I mean? You got to start shuffling. Oh, you know what? Do we have a shuffle? Whoever it is, you got to start shuffling. So, uh, you know, the red pill to me, if you are a authentic red pillar, you only got 20,000 subscribers. Once you get to 20,000, you're outside of the scope of the majority of your viewers are not red pill. You're going to you're going to hit everything. Once you get to 100,000 and the 200,000 mark, you're hitting mainstream. Like you're mainstream. You're you're in the top 5% of YouTubers. Top 5%. Then you hit 500,000, you're in you're in your own class. You're in your own echelon. Thus, you're not you're not talking to red pillars. You're talking to normies and people that go to church and you're talking to oxygen thieves and knuckle draggers. You're not talking to red pill guys anymore. All right? And so you're going to have to start doing this. <laughs> And you do see a lot of people who are even on the fringe of society, meaning they're like either like traditional conservative or they're they're like uh, they're like a center center right. They're center right. And they're somewhat a little bit more aggressive with their content. Even they look at red pill and it was like, oh man, even they shy away from like, whoa, that's a little too much. You know what I mean? Even they won't go there. <laughs> and they're supposed to be like, we're the tough guy. We're the fringe. We say what nobody else will say. We'll say anything. And then they'll be like, they'll, they'll be like, Hey man, will, will you bring coach Greg Adams on your show? They'd be like, Nope. Oh, hell no. That red pill guy. Oh, hell no. They like, yo, coach Greg Adams. Oh no. He's a renegade. <laughs> Because, you know, those traditional conservative, they, by the way, they watch my show. I do. Let me tell you something. I know because I told you about the 500,000 mark. You know, I'm at 200. I'm at like 400,000 total subscribers. If you count one by one, many of them double. But um, a, a lot of those guys aren't trying to mess up their marriages. Like even, you know, we did a Matt Walsh thing. Matt Walsh is like on the fringe. Oh, Matt Walsh. Wow. He challenges and bucks the system. Soon as it came to marriage, guess what? I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So 
the, even those people like Hafiz, even Hafiz, Hafiz was like, I'm a renegade with my content and I'm way out here. But then he's like, but you guys are way out there. <laughs> like you guys are way out there. So they can't be seen associating with me. By the way, I got some, I got some YouTubers that I, um, that I'm cool with and they're, they got like 400, they got 4 million sub subs on YouTube and I'm cool. I talk to them. Shout out to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are, but they'll never be like, Hey, I associate with coach Greg Adams. Never, but they watch me. There's several of them. They got 4 million, 1 million, 2 million. They got millions of followers here and there. They, they talk to me. We, we chill. We kick it. We, we DM, but they'll never be like, come on my show. Never. <laughs> yep. Never. They'll never be like, oh, by the way, ABL, and shout out to ABL. Um, I was watching one of his live streams and he mentioned my name. Shout out to him. All right. Because that's a risk for him. You know, even ABL and he'll super chat in this show. He'll chat in this show. And um, he um, he mentioned my name on one of his live streams. So he was like, oh, I watch Coach Greg Adams and all that stuff. He didn't have to do that. I don't know if that's a particular risk for his audience, but I'm sure that went over 90% of his audience's head. They're like, who is he talking about? Right. But I was watching one of his live streams and he mentioned me and talking about something that I said. So I appreciate that. And he's almost at a million subs. I don't want to mess his stuff up, though. All right. I don't want to mess this stuff up, but all right, let's get to the main event. All right, let's get it to the main event. I don't have the main event button here. Why men related to the corny kids story of Michael B. Jordan so much. And there's a woman named L'Oreal who is going to be the, the person here that we're going to talk about. So what I'm going to do is uh, in my best way, I don't have all my equipment here. You know me in production. I value my production very much, but let's show you fair use of what the controversial clip was. And then we'll give you context. Let me see if I can share. Okay, hold up. Hold, hold up. Let me see what I'm doing here. I might be able to share it here, but I don't know if you will hear it. Let me see. See, can you see? You guys can see it, but I'm not sure if you will hear it. So I'm going to play it. Then let me know if you can hear it, because this might be the only way I can share it. Let me see here. Play it. Oh, my internet is bad. That's what's, that's what's going on here. Hold on for a second. Let me, let me refresh it. My internet is whack, whack, whack. All right, hold on for a second. What? <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Well, let me let me unshare before my dad. Hold on, let me set this up. Let me set this up. For some reason, this is what happens when you have hotel internet, or else my feed pictures will my feed pictures will pop up. Okay, there. This is a woman named. By the way, she looks kind of weird to me, but. That's neither here nor there. Let me see if I can find the video now since I messed up. Okay. Apparently, they were on the red carpet thing, and this is a person that went to high school with Michael B. Jordan. But uh, you wouldn't have known that until she mentioned it. And then he mentions the fact that she used to call him corny or, or she called him corny in another interview, which Michael B. Jordan had rabbit ears and he was listening to. All right, so I think I found it. So shall we? All right, so let me see if I can pop it back up and see if it can and get it get it going here. Yeah, Michael B. Let me know Jordan, if you can hear this. The director mm -hmm. and the star of Creed Three, and you know we know each other. We go way back, all the way to Chad Science in Newark. Okay. Corny kid, right? <laughs> no. Let me know if you can hear. I it. did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you Thank did you. not hear me say. Okay, so you guys can hear it. All right, so what's happening here? Just to give you context, if you missed it, this has been the hot story for a couple of days. This woman and this man, Michael B. Jordan, director of Creed Three, actor, 
He's on everything. You know what I mean? He's on everything, if you will. He's going to be on your cereal box in a minute. All right, but shout out to him. No shade. Uh, they went to high school together, and I don't know what her job is. She's an interviewer or a rapper. I don't know. Maybe you guys can clear that up. Well, he's asking her, hey, we go way back. We go to high school. And she he reminds her, get <laughs> his face right there. He reminds her, oh, remember? You used to call me the corny kid. Michelle, we got Michael B. Jordan, the director and the star of Creed 3. And, you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to. Yeah. So, OK. So at this point, let me play the whole clip. Chad Science in Newark. OK. I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say. I said we used to make fun of the name. But, yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. How is the difference between you actually directing and working with the same people that. All right. So that's the most of the clip. There is some more interaction down there, but that's the most of the clip. I think a lot of people have felt a certain way about this clip. All right. They feel a certain way. You hear a lot of black men. See, this is what's wrong with black women. Obviously, I don't even know if she's black. I mean, she's light skinned. She might sound Puerto Rican or Latina. I can't I can't really tell. But uh, inner city, inner city women typically go for the thug. This is the narrative. OK, see, this is what happens. All right. They, they say you're corny and then you go for the thug. And then later on, you trying to big up. You trying to rub elbows with me. You trying to be like, hey, remember, we used to go way back back then. You didn't know me. Now I'm hot. Hoes all on me now. Some people will say Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan is corny, and there's a case to be made for that. But if you know about actors and all of these things, and I grew up in Southern California, actors are corny. Uh, they cool when they make millions of dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got personal trainers and chefs and shit like that, and stylists, they become cool. Even rappers, to the most point, are corny dudes, right? You can go back to Tupac and uh, his acting prowesses and his, his, him growing up. He wasn't a thug. He was a he was a good uh, studious guy that went to a art school, a creative art school, if you will. Um, even some of the other rappers have been told that they took tennis classes in in, in ballet and whatnot. We, we know this to be the case. So uh, they hide all of this when they get money and cool and status and all this stuff and they can become cool. But there's still people will say they're still corny, especially from your past. They're still corny. So this is what she's saying about him. Hey, you're the director and it's cool. Uh, yeah, we go way back. And he says, hold up. I ain't forgot. <laughs> Remember when you used to bully me? Remember when you used to call me corny? Now, this is where the intersect. This is where the disconnect goes on between men and women, because this is right up our alley in terms of talking points. Yes, it's greater later. It gets better for you. If you build yourself, they will come. And then by the time they come, they're left over, ran through, used up by the thugs. This this, this is why people related to this. And unfortunately, a lot of men go through this. Yes, I know there's that one content creator that certainly probably did a video. Well, see, when I was in high school, I was plugging all these whores. You know what I mean? They probably did all of that and said you guys are bitter and hurt and you guys are using that as a means to disrespect the women now because you were a whack as a guy. When you were younger, I'm sure there's a dating coach or some dude on YouTube that told that talking point. Believe me, I didn't see it. I've been traveling the world, been around the world, and I, 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 I don't even know. But let's just say those guys represented a small percentage of people. That's still going to be the 5%, 10%, 20% guy. Most men struggled in high school with women. And let's just be fair, a lot of people got bullied back in these days. All right, bullying was a part of how it worked. So he's carrying on this, whatever he's carrying on with this, he's harboring these feelings about it. 
he used those feelings to motivate himself? He definitely did because I did the same thing. I remember everybody who told me I wasn't going to be shit and I was short and I was ugly and I was black and ashy and dusty and broke and poor and my car was raggedy. I, I used the same energy to become something of what I thought I was going to be better by some particular point. And when you get to that point, it's easy to look down and remind everybody when you get the chance, which he did. Hey, remember when you used to call me broke? Remember when you used to call me Courtney? When you used to call me these and that thing? Now you pushing up on me. Now you rubbing elbows with me. So I relate to this. Many, many men relate to this. And the important thing for women to understand is, and that they'll never understand, there's many men right now that are using that same energy, so-called bitterness and hurt, that animosity, to try to create something of themselves right now. When if they don't create anything of themselves, they are still going to be somewhat bitter and hurt. This is what the bitter and hurt syndrome looks like when you actually come out on top. So he's still bitter and hurt, but he's still rich. What is going on there, right? He's still, he's still bitter and hurt, and he's still winning. See, this is what we have to really come to the uh, conclusion of is it doesn't matter who you are as a male. When you're between the age of 15 and 25, somewhat 15 and 30, that is the critical age. If you look at my books, I wrote about these ages. These ages are very difficult for just about every man. I don't give a damn about these dating coaches that don't show their receipts. They're banging fat women. And probably if they're a black man, they're going to be dating some plain, goofy-looking, buck-toothed, knock-knee white woman. That's basically who they are, and they never show these women. All right. Uh, but um, Or a fat one at that. Okay. But with that being said, a lot of men go through this because that is a difficult age. And what women don't understand at that age, especially promiscuous women, especially hopeless romantic women, they're in their prime physically. They're in their prime selection, not their sexual prime, not how they feel about sex. They're in their prime selection years. Okay. And at this point, they're getting so much attention from a variety of men that these women think they have endless options. So much so their ego says, my peace leave is the best peace leave out of all these other women. I'm not like these other women. So they tend to push themselves on the top tier percent. This is typical, not all, but this is typical. At that point, the Michael B. Jordans take their critique, these women's critique, very seriously. And not only does he take it seriously, the critique is ruthless. The critique is ruthless. And this is what women are like, well, that was when they were in high school. Well, when a guy's 15 to 30, he basically got nothing. Most men got zero let alone height and looks and charisma and all of that. I know game coaches want you to have this shit. You're not going to have it. All right, forget it. Okay, you're going gonna to teach you riz. We're going to teach you game. No, 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 no. What you're going to teach you is to build yourself up. All right, stop worrying about these straggle daggles because by the time you get them, they're going to be straggle daggles. I teach you to go back to the junior college and have the women where you wanted them. But in this situation, what you have is the women are ruthless in their critique of men and rightly so, because they have the advantage. And they feel that they can be ruthless in their bullying. Oh, we just laughing. And they will say, well, we just we just called him corny. And I'll play a clip of her admitting as such, just so we can get some context. But they laugh. They do it as a group. The hyena cackle. Shout out to Crimson Cure, Kendra. They hyena their way in ruthless critique. Right? 
it's almost it's embarrassing. They go about their way to embarrass you. And it's not just women. Men do this as well. But when men do it, we use this as a source of energy. All right, I'm going to show y'all ninjas. All right, you talk about my flood and socks. All right, and you do it, and it, it, it means something. But when the women do it, it could be one ruthless. And ha, 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 and you ain't, you know, look at you, Dusty. And it's an embarrassment. They let the whole cafeteria know. You've been there. Ha, ha, and then key on you, and they slapping fives with their rusty-ass fingernails. You've seen it. And then you see them jump into somebody's Cadillac Escalade, get her insides, push her esophagus, get kicked to the curb. And she do this. Listen, Michael B. Jordan's probably seen 40 men that that woman's been with and seen her get tossed to the side like a salad. Like, he's seen this shit, and he's been seeing it since 13, 14, 15, 16. All meanwhile, while she's calling him corny, are men ruthless to women during these ages? A small percentage of men are. Most men are just looking for a little bit of validation, and that's just the reality of it. You can say, well, you shouldn't have that. Most men are looking for just a little bit of validation. If they get embarrassment, they can carry these feelings on for a long time. Even if they become successful or successful with women, they could still feel this. Now, this is just the reality of it. Here's the thing. The tail flips. The tail flips significantly if that man, after the age of 30, or if he figures this out early enough before 20, if that man finds himself and finds value in himself, it doesn't mean money. It could be success. It could be his own version of success. It could be his fit. He could grow physically. He could catch up. He was a short dude. Now, all of a sudden, he's a tall dude overnight. I know many people who are late bloomers like that. When he finds himself, his critique becomes just as ruthless. His critique becomes ruthless. Because then he starts saying leftover women and fat women and single moms and these black women, this and passport. He starts to become just as ruthless in his critique of the women. Unfortunately, nobody, nobody sides with him. He's by himself. When the men get together and ha ha and kiki, when I'm 30 and 40 and 50 and I start making something, I start ruthlessly critiquing women like they ruthlessly critique me. When they were in their prime, now I'm in my prime, and I ruthlessly critique women. Everybody comes to the goddamn rescue. Okay, mm. nobody comes and says, "Oh man, no." Everybody just calls you bitter and hurt and whatnot. And then when you, if you shy away from black women, wh whatever it is, women from the city, if you do old Scott Adams, get away from black people, they start calling you your mama's black. See, Michael B. Jordan only dated black women only, and I'm just alleging this, only to appease to this exact audience of the women that he harbored these feelings from when he was younger and trying to make it. See, he only dated Lori Harvey because he likes white women. I know, I know what the type of black man that likes white women look like. He likes flat-backed white women. That's what he likes, and that's what he would love to parade around with, but of course he has to appease to his audience. He cannot be as ruthless in their critique his critique of them as they have been to him because he loses audience. It's kind of like we talked about the YouTubers getting past 500,000. Now all of a sudden they got a backpedal and shuffle. See, he wants to ruthlessly, and this was his only way to ruthlessly critique the women that he grew up with, that he wants to avoid like the plague to this day. His critique now could have been worse. It could have come off as worse, but he knows he doesn't want to fumble the bag. Let's continue. Let me show you some more of this. We'll show you the interview again. And women are like, well, they were in high school. The problem is, this is exactly what we talk about. Unfortunately, a lot of men go through tough times. You know, 
You remember what you were in high school. Not everybody was a linebacker. Not everybody was, uh, you know, chiseled in stone. He didn't look like the guys. The reason why he looks like that now is because they probably call him all kind of goofy ass names when he was in high school. The fact that women are in their selective prime during those years matters. Once they get past 25 and 30, you see that the power for them to critique men goes away. Ladies, have you known that? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? You start critiquing men and everybody starts laughing at you. You 35, 30, 40, you show up on Kevin Samuel's show. I got two baby daddies. I got a job, a career, and do start critiquing you ruthlessly like you did when you had prime selection when you were in high school. That's when your prime selective years were. You could ruthlessly critique a man and hurt a man's feelings. Yes, you could. Just like we today, when I'm in my 40s and I'm going, what if you ain't 20-something? And I mean 20, 21, 22, 23. If you ain't from the suburbs, if you ain't got no class, if you got another man's child, if you if you, if you you got a slave job, get out of my face. Get out of my face. If you, if you live in the inner city, get out of my face. Then people think we're the crazy ones, right? We talked about this in my book, The Evolution. Everything comes full circle. And he had this. And women are like, well, he's still going to think about this. Yes, he is. Yes, th this is what the majority of guys doing. Shout out to the dating coaches saying, well, he won't hold a masculine frame in high school. He would have no game. I'm sure somebody, some dumbass dating coach probably was all over this. Believe me, but I couldn't find it. All right, let's see if I can play it. That's the show. We got Michael B. Jordan. By the way, some of these dating coaches, man, pull them high school pictures out, man. Real fast. Pull them high school pictures out. I know you think you were cool. Pull them high school pictures out. Pull them high school pictures out before you had braces. Pull them pictures out when you was doing tutoring classes and shit. Pull them pictures out when you was on the uh, when, when, when you was on the uh, lacrosse team. Pull them pictures out when your mama had you in tennis class. Yeah, pull, pull them. Yeah, pull them piano teacher. Pull, pull them piano lessons out. Pull them piano lessons out. All right, because I know you took piano lessons if you were lucky. Most of y'all ninjas. And if you wasn't, if you, oh, I was a hood dude. Well, guess what? Pull them pictures out. I could, I could do. I can tell you. Pull out them little, uh, little yummy for pictures out. School pictures where your hair was nappy on photo day. <laughs> All right, pull them pictures out when you was wearing bifocal glasses and you had tape in the middle or you had tape around the side. Pull them pictures out when you missed photo day and you had to make up photo day because you had boogers in your nose. All right, you wasn't. In your belt, you wasn't all get me, bro. All right, listen. All right, sorry for the delay. I think they're going to get me on this one. Hopefully we come back here. Hopefully we come back. Pull that shit out when you didn't have your haircut for picture day. Pull out when you was the five foot one dude, 28 pounds on the football team, getting your back cracked. You pull out your Jerry curl picture. Come on, man. Pull all of that shit out. Pull out when you had that shag in the back of your head. Pull it. Pull out that one when you had the two pair of jeans. I don't want to hear shit about you was cool in high school. You know what I mean? Like I was cool in high school. I was the in my in my day when I, I was cool with everybody in high school. I was the ambassador. That's why you see I was like never the one I was associated with the group, but I could go to any group and kick it. People welcome me in every group. So I could be like, all right, I'm tired of y'all ninjas. And I go over there. 
with the with the nerds. I'll go over there with the cool girls, the hot girls, the fat girls. I, I it didn't matter. I'll go over there with the band. I I can chill with everybody. Okay, I was not too cool for school, but a, a lot of y'all dudes be sitting out here talking about talking about how cool you was in high school and how you didn't put up with no bullshit. And I know if you lived in the black community, you put up with a lot of bullshit. And the way you got around it was to be as ignorant as those people, right? As ignorant as the people who were the hyenas. That's how you got around it. You just said, I'll be loud and obnoxious like them. That wasn't cool. You had to lower yourself and wrestle in the mud. You hadn't had no game. You just had to be loud and obnoxious like the people who were being loud and obnoxious against you. That wasn't cool. You didn't have game. You just was down there so desperate to talk to women that you lowered yourself as a human being to talk to them. None of the people outside of those hyenas you had no riz with. You couldn't go to the band room and talk to them. They didn't want you around because they saw who you were. You were loud and obnoxious. You was ignorant. You couldn't go nowhere else but the people who was just loud and obnoxious and losers like you. So I don't want to hear that shit that I was cool in high school and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You was just ignorant. You just figured out how to be just as ignorant as the people that were around you. And I don't mean that as a racial ignorant. I mean that as a lower class human being ignorant, you just related to them in a conversation way that they put upon you, not you put upon them. But anyway, if you really want to know how I feel. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's play some clips. Let's play some clips. And the director and the star of Creed 3. And, you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad uh, Science in Newark, okay? What a corny kid, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say I said we used to make fun of the name. But, yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. How is the difference between... All right, so she, sw sw she swatted that away. She was like, oh, no, we just made fun of you with the name. And that's true, too. And I'm just looking at his demeanor. You know, he's been waiting for this day for a long time. Look at this right here. He was like, back then, hoes did want me. He wanted to say this shit for years. And he probably only could say it to her because she was present. I'm sure there were some other people he wanted to say this to. Now, um, she sideswiped that. It wasn't me. We're going to play her response to this. Between you actually directing and working with the same people that you were directed with versus. Uh, it, it was it was awesome. You know, it's a family vibe. Yeah. Last nine, nine years of my life, um, I spent on the Creed films. Uh, <laughs> they're very supportive. You know, Tessa. Uh, Felicia, Rashad, Wood Harris, people that see me grow up. And uh, uh -oh. the fact that I stepped behind the camera and finally got a chance to direct them, they they, they loved it. They embraced it. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. And was it difficult for you mentally because you're coming out of a different space? Oh, this is important. <laughs> now, look at the, this, the disrespect right here. So now he's going to go about his way to disrespect her interview. Uh, and this is what he's doing now. He's like, bitch, you're not that important to me. I'm going to disrespect you now. We We going to make up for lost time. Be making up on lost time. Oh, you coming in? Hey, look, I'm going to leave your ass hanging right here. I mean, I was staying in. Is this the sexiest man uh, show off right here? Who's the sexiest man? Oh, my God. That's terrible. Okay, so look. So, ladies, y'all got to take an L on that right there. So, now she's calling him the sexiest man. I thought he was corny. I know she's doing this for an interview. Now, why in the hell now? Are you trying to do this shit now? Now, obviously, he's the sexiest man alive, according to People magazine, right? Um, and the brother here was, I believe, that was the brother that did the campaign with the um, 
you know, he got he caught a little bit of flack for doing that campaign for the uh, anime character. Can't remember his name, but it is what it is. Now he's going about Michael B. Jordan's disrespecting her right now. This is a this this is payback. This is payback as only he can pay it back. Now let's who's the sexiest man because I thought you. The one right now. This is the one. This is the one right here. Uh -uh. Yeah, yeah. Let's see that. So is it a tie? No, it's not. We don't compete. Yeah, we don't compete. Two number one. Batman and Batman. Or should I? Oh no. Well, this is great for Michael B. Jordan. This is like um, this is vindication, if you will. If this is vindication, he's been feeling this way for a long time. He's been wanting to say this to one of these people in East Newark, New Jersey. I believe I got the location right. He's been wanting to get one of these people, and this was his payback. Now she's got to bow down and she's got to tell him he's sexy and two number ones and all of these things. And of course, let's just be honest, Michael Jordan's in his peak and she's not. That's the glaring difference, just as glaring as the difference of when they were teenagers, she was at her peak and he was not. And she's feeling some sort of way about this. Okay, so you also are going to do a new film with Will Smith very soon coming up. It's a rumor out there. Hey, what's going on here? She got a little Muppet mouth. She looking like a little bit of a frog. Oh, I can't stand that look. But uh, the Kaylee's jumping right in here like, well, I'll take it from here. Just like white women do for black men. I'll take it from here. Sisters, y'all fumble the bag. I'll take this shit from here. Okay, we can we can make good use of him. I'll make good use of him. All right, so she coming into the scene like, pay attention to me. All right, hold on for a second. Yeah. Not sure. We're still working on a script. You know, that's something that I plan on doing in the future. Not sure when. You know, with these movies. I'm just trying to get through this project. Right. right, right. Through, if I get finished with this one, then I'll figure out what's going on. He doesn't want to interview with her. Oh, uh, he doesn't want to interview with her. He's got. I think he got what he wanted. He got his vindication, and he he's not giving her solid answers, but he's also not blatantly disrespecting her he he said what he said and he's moved on he's not even giving her a solid interview uh to the point where she can't even use it it would have been unusable other than the fact that we were talking about the situation here how is it filming in atlanta it's amazing uh, i've done four or five films down here shot a couple television shows so atlanta's a second home to me and i, I love coming down here yeah see these answers he's not going to give to any most of the mainstream reporter he's giving her nothing favorite restaurant here Oh, man, uh, whatever hotel I'm in, their restaurant. Yeah, see, see, th th I'm glad I'm 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 glad. You're not for corny oh, the white woman anymore. taking him away. White. Oh, you're not corny anymore. What? Look at his face. The white woman said, come on, daddy. She said, him, daddy. come on, daddy. Come on, Mr. Third Leg. Come on. I had you in the hotel room folded up like a love letter from the second grade. And sisters. Y'all got to take L's, man. Sisters do not want to take L's. This is going to be your downfall as a species and a human being. Because, listen, all it takes is an airline ticket for a brother to realize he's got significant value just about everywhere. Right? Uh, but sisters be taking L's like this, and y'all still will not. Y'all still will not take the L. Well, you're not corny anymore. Oh, <laughs> just wait. Well, you're not corny anymore. I thought she didn't call him corny. I thought I didn't call him corny. Let's listen to this shit. Remember, I didn't call you corny. We were talking about your name. All right, hold on for a second. I might have to refresh this one. This is allegedly her, and the, the picture is going to be bad, but this is allegedly her right here. Come on, pop up. Jordan is just like a nice, corny guy, and I don't mean that as... Okay, that's her calling her. 
let me see here. Let's let's play it. You know what I really think deep down inside? I think that Michael B. Jordan is just like a nice corny guy. And I don't mean that, don't mean that as a slight, right? I mean, we all know that the nice corny guys treat you the best. You know what's so crazy? I went to school with Michael B. Jordan at a point in life. And we went to Chad Science together in Newark. And to be honest with you, we teased him all the damn time because his yeah. name was Michael Jordan. Okay, so this is her. Remember, she said it was about your name, not corny. So whoever was talking before that was saying the corny guys treat you the nicest. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the talking points, the talking points make up for itself. Ladies, ladies, you cannot go from the years 15, and I'll say 18 just so it make you comfortable, but this stuff happens early in life. You cannot go to 18 to 30 saying that the corny dudes treat you nice, but at the end of the day, I was getting ran through by the thugs. For some reason, you guys think that shit flies, but it only flies with a select amount of men who are just as much of a coward and a hopeless romantic and a person that won't critique you and tell you the real. That only works for them. It's working for less and less men. They can't keep saying this. It's not going to work out for you. You can't be like, well, I spent 30, 15, 20 years getting ran through, but the corny guy's treating me nice. But eh, I kept on to the side until I was tired and exhausted from the, the jerks. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. Well, well, listen, if it wasn't for MGTOW, then going in from MGTOW into the pseudo red pill, then going into Kevin Samuels, then going into the passport bros, most men would be still sleeping, sleep, sleep at the wheel. You guys have a lot of us to thank for waking you up to giving you the, the courage to step outside of this bullshit, right? Because a lot of women still pull this game on you. I'm telling you, this is not going to work for a lot of women. They're going to find themselves left out. Now, they're going to say, you're going to be lonely too. Not when I can fly. Not when I can date other races. Not when I, no, I won't. Not when there's the junior college and celibates. No, never. There's some dudes that will be lonely. Shout out to you guys. I will tell you, the recipe is the free age of lifestyle. But that's, that ship is sailed. You probably not going to get away with that very long. Let's play some more of this clip. Like, let, like, let's start there. And he was no Michael Jordan. And then he also would come to school with headshots. And back then, that was like in in the hood. We lived in Newark. Yeah, like that. That's the hood, you know. So what she's saying is she's ignorant and low class. And just to be fair with her, to be fair with her, people I knew people who were trying to be rappers and and had, had and actors and, and all of that stuff that had headshots. Yep, and they were corny as hell. So I will give her that. They weren't the cool people that made it. I again, I went to high school with a lot of people who became. Uh, famous through music and, and acting, okay, um, if you will, okay, one of them, uh, just so if you guys want to know, you're like, who, Mike Shinoda from um, 
uh, 10% luck and 20% skill. Lincoln Park also went to school with. Uh, Hoobastank uh, went to school with uh, a lot of those band members. Uh, there was a uh, woman, um, uh, something Adams, I went to school with. Um, those are just the entertainment people. Okay, but Mike Shinoda was probably the one that made it the biggest. All right, the 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 biggest out of everybody. All right, he's was on J. Lincoln Link, Park was also pretty big. All right, so um, anyway, that was my high school. So a lot of people um, oh, also that lived in my neighborhood were actor actors. Uh, the guy from Home Improvement, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, or something like that. Lived in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, oh, also uh, Steve, uh, I want to call him Steve Urkel, but I don't want to disrespect him, but uh, Cherry Johnson, Steve Urkel. What was his name? Sorry, not Steve Urkel. Uh, Cherry Johnson, who was on Punky Brewster, the black girl, then she was on Family Matters. They all were in my neighborhood in high school or the rival high school. All right. They were all in my neighborhood. Okay. So these people were uh, J- Jaleel White. Shout out to Jaleel White. Um, yeah, the dude that did Simba's voice was in my neighborhood. Okay. He was in the school. I was in high school. He was in middle school. Okay. I want to say middle school or late elementary school, but he was around. Um, let me tell you, those people are, they're, they're weird. They're industry people. They're, they're not, they're not like, they're not like regular people because they be doing acting classes and they be doing, you know, their headshot and you out here trying to go to high school and get one girl. Okay. So yeah, they it is um it is a uh, it's what it is. So she's right on that one. Let me let me continue here. Sorry, the show is not that organized. You know what I mean? So it, we would make fun of him like, "What you gonna do with your little stupid headshots?" Like, and now look at <laughs> and him. Now look at him. He got that like phantom money. Well, yeah, I didn't exactly. He gives me cookie cutter. And the only time yeah. I hung out with Michael B is like in L- in L A. Like at you right. know, Shay's house, and he's always just very like. He's just cool. I think he's too he probably- rich to have to be hood now. Like, see, he too. See this right here, that one right here, ladies. Y'all gonna have to take that L. You can't. You can't run. Uh, and even dissing him sounds kind of whack. Oh well, he he ain't from Newark no more, and he don't need us no more, and he ain't this no more. And he he now he's cool because he made it. That's like, and now look at <laughs> and him. Now look at him. He got the money. <laughs> you hear that hyena laugh in the background? See that right there. Black men hate that laugh. Black men hate that laugh. Oh, somebody says a hyena discussions. I'm going to get to the super chats in a minute. That laugh in the background. Black men have heard that laugh since they were like eight. Probably heard it earlier than that. If you had cousins, female cousins and sisters and aunts that were older. You heard that. (laughs) That hyena. Brothers hate that hyena. Cause we heard that shit all the way until we was like thirty. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna play the laugh, the hyena. We might have to, we might have to get that. That laugh, ladies. That's why. That's why brothers don't want y'all. And I'm like, what you gonna do with your little stupid headshots? Like, and now look at <laughs> and him. Now look at him. He got that like phantom money. Well, yeah, I didn't exactly. Oh uh, yeah, well, 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 <laughs> stuttering. Whoa, 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 whoa. He got Black Panther money. See, sisters always want the brother to be loyal to them after the fact. Nah, it's too late, man. You didn't already, you didn't already crush the guy. <laughs> he gives me cookie cutter. And the only time yeah. I hung out with Michael B is like in, L- in LA. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's too late then. Get right. to Shay's house. And he's always just very like, he's just cool. Did I miss the hyena laugh? Hold on. 
we would make fun of him. Like, what you gonna do with your little stupid headshots? Like, and now look at <laughs> him. Now look at him. He got that like the money. <laughs> well, yeah. Then that was like terrible. In, in the we lived in Newark. So she's trying to she's trying to use the fact that she was an uneducated hood rat as a reason that she missed a top tier guy. That's y'all L, not me. Yeah, like that. That's the hood. You know what I mean? So. It, we brothers get out of the hood i don't know if y'all been listening to this scott adams controversy i heard a little bit of it today he basically said what i said brothers get out of the community get out man i don't even know why he catching l's over there i mean he probably said something else because i only heard like a minute of the interview i've been telling y'all to get out of the community for a long time she's using the fact that she grew up in newark newark as a reason to diss and humiliate a guy which she said she humiliated the guy and look at him now. Get out. These people are no good for you. <laughs> Just like people go clip that if you will. This is crazy, man. These people are no good for you. We we'll make fun of him, like, what you gonna do with your little stupid headshots? Your like, stupid headshot. and now look at <laughs> and him. And now look at him. He got that black panther money. Yeah, he got black panther money. He got black man. He got black panther money. Oh. That's why I'm glad for this brother here. Well, yeah, I didn't. Uh, exactly. He gives me cookie cutter. And the only time yeah. I hung out with Michael B is like in, L in L.A. Like at right. know, Shay's house. And he's always just very like, he's just cool. I think he's too he probably... rich to have to be hood now. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> he's too rich to have to be hood now. These people sound like they're talking at a hair salon. Ugh. Like you right. just be, boy, if you don't take him millions and and, and go to and go to Hermes and get some stuff, I miss my boy. I could have been in the aquarium swimming with the fishes, but with you your know, Hermes stock or whatever. And, no, yeah, instead I'm swimming in Mexico by myself, child. But anyway, uh, look at that! Hey, yeah, give it that L. Well, I could have been up there if I would have treated him right. I could have been up, and sisters, this is y'all, man. I could have been up there if I treated him right, but no. Nah. Y'all didn't see him. Now he out there with white uh, flat back with long feet for flippers. All right. He out there in San Tropez. He out there. He out there. He he he, he not showing y'all. He out there with bad model chicks. I could have been up in there. Well, you didn't. And what this should be is a is a, a situation where women can learn and tell younger women, you know, that corny dude can make it because there's some communities that still, you know what I mean? Like, they don't let that corny dude go way that far. I'm not saying it's white folks. But they don't let corny dudes just, they don't let their biggest and brightest just, ah, forget that guy. They're starting to do it because they're following the model of these so-called strong and independent boss bitches. All right, but the biggest and brightest, we allow them to leave. We allow them to hover in the underground. And make fun of them. And you ain't got no game. And you ain't got this. And you ugly. You scrawny. You ugly. You short. You broke. Da, 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 da. And then if he happens to squeak out. Then all of a sudden. You owe it man. You owe it brother. I've been behind you brother. I've been supporting you brother. Brother this and brother brother brother. How you make it get down. Professor overseer. I got pip in my crown. Yo man. We don't want to hear all of that brother 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 shit now. Nobody want to hear that shit. And you need to get you a good black woman. Now. No. What I need to do is get the hell about the United States. All right. That's what I need to do because, y'all, man, the thought culture out here is out of control. Let me see here. Here she is trying to clear up the fact that she didn't bully Michael B. Jordan. Then we'll get to the Super Chats and close up the show. 
brother this and brother that. Hey, man, let me tell you something. As a content creator, I've heard a couple people call me a Uncle Tom cooling ass, cooling ass sellout and all of that stuff. And brother this and brother that. And those dudes are the worst people to trust. Those, do not trust those people. And we need to do this. And what we need to do is as a people, what we need to do is and the brothers need to get together. Y'all going to talk that shit until y'all dead and gone. You know how many old dudes I see grew up in the 60s and 70s still talking that brother shit and ain't figured out how to leave Chicago, how to leave Milwaukee and Gary, Indiana. They still talking that shit. And brother, what we need to do is if we do this way and brother this and brother that and brother, can you spare a dollar? Never trust those people. Never trust those people. Those are the biggest backstabbers out there. And anytime I hear one of these content creators try to drag me back with a brother this and a brother need to do it and a brother, I'm going to tell you right now, I've lived on this country and in this earth for damn near 40, damn near 50 years. I know one thing. Never trust a brother that says what brothers should do. Never. They are the, they are the least trustworthy people out there. They the quickest people to stab you in the back and drop a dime on you. Brother. All right, let's get to this one right here. Well, uh, this is her backstabbing. This is her uh, shuffling now. Just the bully narrative is crazy. And the things that uh, people are saying to me, like they hope I get raped and killed and nah, popped nah, in nah, my nah. head. No, 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 no. see, see, see. <laughs> Watch this. You see how she changed the narrative now? Fair use. She's now trying to say that there's commentary of people threatening her with violence. You see how she's trying to play the damsel in distress. Um, I don't know how many comments she read. I didn't read any comments that said any of this shit. But now she's trying to wear the crown of gaslighting. And she's trying to wear that crown of victimhood. Well, there were comments out there. There were probably one or two comments out there. They probably got deleted. But she's now trying to say, oh, well, there were people out here telling, threatening me to uh, sexual harm. And no, 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 no. No. Yep, this is the simp wolf whistle. Now she's going to simp wolf whistle now. Oh, well, if you put it that way, yeah, this, this is kind of getting carried away. No, nope. just the bully narrative is crazy. And the things that uh, people are saying to me, like they hope I get raped and killed and popped in my head. So it's one last be in the world. Like, I just think like if you were upset because you thought I called him corny and those are the things that you're rebuttaling with, it's like uh, the crime and the punishment that shame, blame, explain. Shout out to Ramil. And our brother, uh, oh, I shouldn't have said it, but uh, I want to say, uh, anyway, I'll skip it. Okay. Oh, now she's, oh, well, if you want to use that as a rebuttal, you're talking to three people. If, if that's what you thought I said, it doesn't even match up. Like, how is that okay? The narrative is definitely still pushed. I, I feel like I admitted exactly what I said. And then even those words got turned around. When I told this story, it was super lighthearted. It wasn't even in the sense of me breaking down the entire school experience. FYI, we went to school together for one year. So the narrative that I bullied him all throughout high school, this was seventh grade. We were like 12 what? years old. Whoa, 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 whoa. High school is not seventh grade. Although there are some high schools that does go seventh through 12. But she's saying it was only one year. She's minimizing it. She's not taking that accountability. She's saying, well, I did it, but it was lighthearted. This is bullshit. She was in on his neck. And, I, dude, I had girls that were on my neck. And let me just say this. Let me just say this. I, I have to say this part for the dating coaches. Some of those girls were flirting with you. So Yes, I know. This is tough to understand. Some of these young girls, I've had, a, I would have had a girl on my neck every day. 
talking about I was rusty and ashy. Come summer after ninth grade, she was on my jock. I, I mean, it was, it, it was, but, but to me, this type of flirting is not good. You're not going to get positive results with the majority of men in your community doing this. I know it's part of the community, the dozens and, 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 and being tough and it's a shit test and you got to get over these type of things. And a lot of times if you do get over it, you do have success with these women. But let me just add this. As I acknowledge that truth in dating, these are the lowest class individuals to ever deal with. Yes, I said it. These are low class people. These aren't high class people. This isn't how high class people function. These are people who are going to put you on child support in the future. These are people who are going to have two and three baby daddies. And put the guy that marries her on child support and the three baby daddy skirt. So use this, if you will, and say, well, if you ain't tough enough to deal with it, then you ain't a tough enough man. Well, let me tell you something. You're not the criteria of women that men need to deal with. Yeah, you ain't got it. If this is the way you mate, if these are your mating calls, if this is how you put through dudes through the ringer to see if they're tough enough or ignorant enough or belligerent enough or sharp tongue enough to deal with your objections, you probably weren't high class individual to begin with. All right. But as you can see, looking at her, the proof is in the pudding. Take a look at what we're looking at on the screen. Take a look. When she's talking about 12 years old, take a look, take a look at what Michael B. Jordan looks like and what she looks like. And they were both in the same high school, and probably she had a little bit more social status at that point. And she does not now. She looks like a clown. She definitely looks like a clown with that wig on and those big glasses on, but that might be her look. And everybody made fun of each other. And then, like, I would get joke on because of my complexion. And, you know, I went to a predominantly black school. So it's like white girl, you know, oh, your boy, you now you're mocking me because of my boy. We made fun of each other. That was school. Yeah, you know, that's that true. was one year. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. But what she's saying is true. And we do have to acknowledge that because truth be told, as much as I got bullied, there were people that I went to my high school re reunion with and they told me how much bullying I did to them. So I was like, wow. All right. And they still remembered it. So, but I never was like, well, you need to get over it. I never was like that. I was like, damn, I realized I didn't realize that. This one woman I went to my high school reunion with, she was like, you used to sing Brass Monkey to me, right? I was like, I did. I don't remember that shit. But to her, I remembered it. Every time I saw her, I used to break out Brass Monkey. That's what she said. But she probably said some shit to me too. So I, look, she probably, look, she's probably the one that I probably wouldn't have said nothing to until she talked to me, you know, I was like, you, you probably said something to me, but I hit you with the brass monkey, that funky monkey. That's some shit that I probably would have did. I admit that. <laughs> so it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, look, you probably look like a monkey to me back then, but you probably said something to me first. I'm not the type of person to just roll up on somebody and sing brass monkey. I'm probably going to sing it to you. If you said something to me, so let's just be honest, but I'll take the accountability. I had to back away. I had to be like, well, I, I didn't realize. <laughs> All right. I didn't realize I was bullying you. So in, in her case, she's right. Everybody bullied everybody in high school. So we do have to catch up with that. Again, I've never bullied him. That just sounds so outrageous to me. Like me bullying 
Michael B. Jordan his whole life. Wouldn't we have heard about this before this? Yeah, no. I do feel like he took everything out of it. It gave the Will Smith thing where it's like, you know, he's heard numerous people probably call him this before because this is not something we haven't heard, right? I just never said it. I've defended him numerous times just because of the fact that I did have a rapport with him. And mm -hmm. I never said we were best friends. I never said, you know, we were cool. And that was just that. So when I was even asked to do the carpet, I did it because I'm like, oh, this is a big moment for him. And I thought it would be dope just the fact that, you know, I did know him when he was young. And it just went totally left. I yeah, yeah. He put you in your place. Didn't expect it to go like that. And yeah. some people did try to spin the sexiest man comment. And that was weird to me because if you do your, your homework, he was named the sexiest man in the world yeah. by who does that? Is that people? People, people. We got people, it. people right Magazine. People Magazine does it. And then Jonathan Majors recently did an, an article, an interview, where he spoke on, they asked him about him possibly being the sexiest man. So when I asked that, that was an all in fun question, literally trying to turn a bad situation into something good. And then that's when I was like, let's settle this once and for all. Who is the sexiest man between you two? Um, they're both nice looking guys, you know, but no, thank you. That wasn't my goal to go to uh, Creed 3 premiere and walk away because like Michael B was on General Hospital and stuff like that. So that was not our really our demo. So um, I left from there and went to Columbia High. And when I went to Columbia oh, High, that's go. where... SZA, Rotimi, and everybody. And shout out to SZA because she did an incredible performance last night in D.C. And I did go to the concert. I did go to the meet and greet back. Man, who is this person, man? I mean, like, like this is her biggest moment of shine. And it turns into this. By the way, she shows. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I bet you in high school she was a freak. And I bet you, I bet you in high school she was probably a good looking girl. All right. If she pulled out her high school picture, like, I mean, if you're judging from when you were in high school, not judging as an older male adult, we don't do that here. She probably was good looking. She probably was skinny or thin or, you know what I mean? Had it all tightly packed. She probably was the bomb diggy. She probably was all that in a bag of chips. All right. But then she probably was like, I know Michael, I know Michael B. Jordan. I'm going to go on there and I'm going to go there. He's going to love me. He's going to remember me from high school. She probably went up there with that shit and got smacked. All right, but good for her. Somebody's talking about her. Let me get to all these super chats. All right, man. And that's going to be, let me see what we're doing here. Oh, uh, ooh, ooh, I'll go over. I'll go over there. I know him. He knows me from back in the day. Whoa. Sounded like, she sounded like the woman from Family Guy. What the hell are we doing here? What do we got here? El Chino, him don't travel. JJ Frost, I thought you got tainted for a minute. I'm glad to see that you're living the life and are in good spirits. Free agent lifestyle for life. That's what we do. We got Jeff, the producer coach. Welcome back, man. Hope vacay has been good. It's been good. All right, Darts, thank you for being here. VMAT, free agent lifestyle. I see you, coach. Wait a minute. He says, coach gang, stand up. Enjoy your time, coach. Coach. He says, got us like Pookie in New Jack, missing the daily content. All glory to the most high. We'll be back on full schedule. All right. Uh, next week, for sure. Enigma. Oh, by the way, the time difference is amazing. All right. Shout out to all my international coach gang members. It is nighttime. It's morning where you are, probably mid-afternoon now. It is almost 10 o'clock. It's 9 o'clock at night now. Enigma WPG says, coach, how was Barcelona? It's on my bucket list. Um... 
I would say go there, but make sure you go in conjunction with something else. Like, don't just fly to Barcelona. Like, I would combine the trip. Barcelona's nice, though. It's my, it, was, it was my favorite. Is it my favorite place? The women were my favorite. I don't know if it was my favorite place, but the women are my favorite. Mikey says, it's great to have you back, coach, and not the fake Instagram. You, uh, that says, bro, LOL. Yeah, he says, I'm going to Medellin tomorrow. Free agent lifestyle for life. Fake Instagram going crazy right now. My fake Instagram account. Deacon Clapcheek, what's up, coach? I'm going to the Bahamas during the summer, then Bali in the fall. How do I tell my chick I want to go alone? She really wants to tag along. Tell her, do not go. Luke, book for three weeks. Uh, if you've been following my Instagram, I also share the story of why I don't travel with women. It is the biggest waste of money imaginable. And I hate to go off on this, but um, I have seen many couples arguing, bickering, you know, in their own way, throwing hissy fits. And I guarantee you, if she paid money, that's one of the reasons why she's doing it. Number two, if she didn't pay money and throwing a hissy fit, it's a trap. Do not travel with women. There's women where you're going. Never bring a do. I know some. Do not bring women where you're going. When we get when we get to the Bahamas, I'm gonna give you that prime peace leave, girl. Dude, it's gonna be cheaper to go right to to do right to the junior college. You don't even have to go to the junior college in most of these places. Do not bring them. There, there. It's a it's a bag of useless. You're bringing useless dead weight. A Paris. You're bringing a leech with you. Do not do it. I do. I, I want to say I never travel with women, rarely ever, and I will never take them far on a way trip. Close trips only. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Hold on for a second. I lost my page. Lonnie K. Thank you, brother. JC says I was in. He says I was in the streets. Trust. I enjoy being corny now. Okay, well, as a young man, being corny is a blessing, or <laughs> it's gonna be a blessing. All right, the dictator says she looks 15 years older than him. That's actually a good assessment. She does look older than him. Johnny Law, Mike Jones knows the truth, but life <laughs> back then knows didn't want me. Big Doe Butter says, shout out to you, coach. Remain safe over there to my favorite African-American. And I don't have my sound bite. Bobby Wilson says, I work as a psych nurse, and man, they make it so easy. I never turn down so much peace leave in my life, and I'm 34. I know I'm in the same situation. It's like, but, but listen, if you read my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, this is basically what happens. I mean, I have female fans and I have people who don't know what I do. Guys, it's. And you don't even want it half the time. You're like, man, get that shit away from me. <laughs> all right. So it's crazy. Just go to the DMV. All them big old fat uh, people looking like gorillas on the other side talking about, oh, you looking all juicy. You look like a cup of hot chocolate. I'm like, man, if you don't take your. Hot chocolate drinking ass. I know what I look like. Let me tell you what you look like. <laughs> right, it's over there. You look like an easy layup. And I look like I'll, you look like I'll be disgusted with myself afterwards. All right, but that's neither here nor there. Dr. Thunder, good to see you traveling again. Safe travels. We back. Thank you, man. Oh, we got the sincere 529 payback. He says, I knew you bitch ninja from way back. We she got got she got got she should have just took the L. Lee Smith B dubs lacked the humility to tell younger B dubs not to make the same mistakes they did. He says non B dubs will follow suit because the entire Western XXs are turning into the B dub low class indeed. Um, and uh, if you don't agree with that, 
All right. Just just learn. Just see how many uh, of, of course, B-dubs will say a lot of the white women are taking their characteristic style dance. Anytime you see a white woman dance or any other cultural, they, they're trying to copy us. They're trying to copy you and emulate you in many ways because um, even older white women love black women. They love them. Like older liberal black, uh, white women, they love them like old, like they're like 45, 40, 50, 55. Oh, I wish I would have done what you did back in the day. They love black women, right? Because they because they played the role and got kicked to the curb and divorced and traded in, right? And so they will go back and say, I wish I had the courage that the black woman has, right? They 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 say these things, but of course, look at what I don't mean this as a slight black women, but look at what y'all be having as a result. Like I'm just like it's the blind leading the blind. Like, why would you want that? Look at the results they're getting. This is just an honest critique. This isn't a criticism. Well, critique is a criticism, but it's honest. <laughs> I'm being honest. Agent Machine says, woo. He says, I thought the NWO got you until you did your post. Shout out to the NWO. <laughs> Ladies Love Cool C says, coach, make sure you stop by Savannah, Georgia this year on the CGA tour. I want to give a shout out from Savannah, Georgia, and Boise, Idaho out there. Yep. Ogre King says, some tax money on your travels. Thank you for taking the time for us on your vacation. Shout out to the coach gang. All right, we're almost to the other ones here. Daniel says, I used to hear BS like this. Now 38, I've been making six figures for 10 years in my garage cleaning my 2019 vet supercharged donk ram truck and looking into buying a single engine, four-seater plane, while getting my pilot's license, dude, man, I'm telling you, man, you become the old, you become the, you become the version of man that women know that can't qualify for anymore. Right. Because I'm like, can you fit in this two seater plane? Can you fit in this two seater car? I mean, I get it. I get it. We got a lot of brothers over here. King of spades over here on the cash app down payment on the free agent lifestyle cruise. Oh boy. That will be crazy out there. Shout out to Ryan says, how was Malta? I'm thinking about moving there. It's small. All right, it's small. Malta is very, very, very small. So you better be ready to compact your life down to almost nothing, right? Uh, there's not much industry and jobs around. So I don't know what you're taking there, but Malta is small. But the best thing about it is Tunisia's to the south by boat ride and to the north is Sicily uh, or to the would be the east. North and east would be Sicily. And then Italy's right there. Uh, you're riding the Mediterranean. You can also go to the Greek islands or anything santorini uh croatia if you want to get i mean the thing about malta is you can get around but i couldn't live there maybe if i was older rusted junk did you see the beautiful ferraris i did not because um that's more monaco monte carlo and it's far away from rome it's a it's a big trip so i did go to some rich areas in italy like uh i can't even say where i went to all right because i don't want y'all ninjas to know but uh, it looks like some old retired mob bosses might live there, if you know what I mean. Shout out to David says, missed you. Get back here safe. Let's link. Oh, yeah, that's you in Nevada. Please email me. I'm pretty sure you did, but email me again. Juan says, Shorty tried to ride Michael B. Johnson's wave, and he was like, he was like, nope, get out of here. We got a co-sponsor. Oh, no, no, no. That's somebody hitting me up. All right, we got E, E-Man, or is it E-Dot? X, he says, I knew. He says, I knew you were a pest growing up. Yeah, man. I had the mouth when I was growing up, man. I had all that mouth. 
Like I could do, listen, I was that dude that they were like, this dude, people wanted to shut my mouth, but I was just too likable. Like I could get away with just saying all kind of reckless shit. Like, but I wasn't reckless to you unless you was reckless to me. I wasn't like an instigator, but you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, every now and then, like the six foot four dude in high school was like, I'm going to ring his neck. I'm a getting. They be like, you going to get who? I'm going to get Greg. I'm going to get Greg at lunch. They like, Greg, you getting Greg? Like, you're going to look crazy getting him. You know what I mean? <laughs> they would look crazy trying to get me. They would be like, what are you doing to him? <laughs> the girls would be like, don't get him. Don't get him. Like the girls would say, they'd be like, no, nah, don't get him. Don't get him. Just come on over here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was small in high school, like small. Like, they would be like, you're going to pound him? <laughs> you're going to look crazy as hell. So everybody I had to fight was just slightly bigger than me. And I won't say I could fight, but I was stronger than I looked. So I would never go to punches. Like, you know what I mean? I would just grab you around the race and pick you up and slam you. You know, like I would, I would do that whole thing. All right. Nobody knew how to do the rear naked choke or the guillotine at that point. So I would go in for the tackle. That's how I fought. <laughs> I'm like, we taking this to the ground where we're about the same height. We ain't going toe to toe. We taking this to the ground. Because by the time you get it to the ground, by the time you get it to the ground, people breaking it up. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't exercise your reach from the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm a grapple. I'm taking you in. I'm going to try to put your ass in the figure four leg lock. That's how I fight. Ground and pound. And don't, if I get on top of you, I ain't letting you down. I'm going to pin your ass down. But no, man, I ain't trying to go in. <laughs> no fisticuffs. We going straight to the ground. <laughs> I'm about to put your ass in the full Nelson on the ground. Nope, 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 nope. You ain't trying to reach. You know what I mean? Exercising your reach like, yeah, let me just give you one of them. And a pow, an uppercut. You know what I mean? And a hook. No, you ain't about to do all that. Nope. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Where are we at here? See, when you're on the ground, guys, you're the same height. You don't have no reach. You got you guys are both just, you know. <laughs> Where are we at here? Yeah, man. Where are we at? Little dudes take notes. Never ever. Never, ever go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you a little dude. Where are we at? Did I get Mr. Benoit? We're on PayPal, then we're going to be over on Venmo. Yeah, single leg takedown, all of that. Tripping. I'm using, that's how I fight. Tripping. Kicking you in the shin. Kneecapping you. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. There will not be punches. <laughs> all right, where are we at? And of course, you know what I mean? As you get older, people know how to get overcome that. You know what I mean? They know how to guillotine choke you out. That's, you know, but but when you're in high school, nobody knows how to do that. Where are we at here? Jake Wish says, good to see you. He says, is it really worth, worth it to make content and not espouse your real beliefs? I know you are authentic, but others who aren't make the whole space look bad. It is our job to expose them or just to ignore them. Um, I think over time they'll do it by themselves, right? I think they'll do it by themselves because you know what I mean? Like there's only so much you can do 
um, instead of getting irritated with people. They'll eventually do it, right? Winnie Wall, blessings, coach. Good to see you traveling again. Did you see CNN did a piece about the rate of single men dating declining? Please review it if you have time. I did see the article about that reference. 60% of women, wait a minute, let's see if I can get it right. I just talked about it on Instagram. 60% of women, no, 60% of men say they are not dating. And it's the opposite for women. It's something like that. Right? Which 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 tells you that there's a dual mating strategy. Um, uh, this this let me see if somebody can say it. Here we go. Um, I, I think it what it what it's reflecting is that women are sharing. This is polyamory. This is this is the stuff we are talking about, but now people are starting to catch on to it. Women are dating, they're mating, they're selling themselves, they're dating the same guy. I know women that date a guy, she the guy cheated on her four times. She's still hooked on the guy. They're sharing. They're sharing the top tier men. And this one you get in the conversation about concubines and harems and so forth and so on. Right? Only a select group of men are able to access the majority of women coming up now. This is the this is the prime example. Whatever that data is, yeah, it's the 80-20 rule. Everybody, because the math don't math, right? The math's not mathing. If if um I can't even remember what the data is. It's the whole thing about yeah, the alpha widowing, the that the that's you culture. These women do this up until 30, and then they say that's you. And then they come and pick you, and you're corny and nice. And we have also, yeah, women are dating older men, if not slightly older, significantly older, because you have a you have a group of men under 30 that the majority aren't dating, but the majority of women are dating. Do the math. Do the math, guys. And you hopeless romantic guys who think you're going to win over women by not paying for dates or not building yourself up. And women are just going to say, oh, you're just I'm going to be with you because you're you. This shit is gone and dead. It's dead. Women are dating older men. They're selling themselves. Dude, they do this bed. <laughs> all right 20 year old 25 year old i'm 48 i'm gonna be 48 this year no problem they jump right in gen z is on some different shit D gen z women it's i've been warning you that we're gonna get to this point but all of this thing about uh you know you're gonna get girls on your merit is dead i wish i had the undertaker bell it's dead we are in a sharing society everybody's sharing the top tier men are sharing 80% of the women. It's the, the stats are proving itself out. This is no longer a red pill talking point. It is a fact, especially the younger women. It's a fact. Now, what are you going to do about it? I told you, free agent lifestyle. I told you, you could get to the point where you're in these years. Do whatever you need to do. Build yourself up. If you take leftover women by the time you're 30, 32, 35, 30, you're taking women that have been ran through. It is what it is. It's leveraging options. This is the new world, man. This is not the old world anymore. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It is what it is. Um, there's a clip on Instagram that I just shared on my story. The uh, um, you know, it's a street interview guy. The the guy was like, "How many uh, can, do you know your spouse's body count?" And she was like, "Oh, I know it." And he was like, "I know hers." Well, he goes on to say his body count is ten which is very common for men who get married and they're in their 30s. 10. You're lucky to get seven. And then she said her body count, and it was double his. Double. 
And he was like, oh, shit, he started shuffling. Mm-hmm. Wow. If I would have known that, I wouldn't have put a ring on it. Her body count was double men. It's going to be, you're going to be hard pressed to get to your 30s as a man in this generation, Gen Z and millennial. You're going to be hard pressed in the next five to 10 years to get to, get to uh, 30 and 35 without the woman's body count being double yours. Hard pressed. Hard pressed. Look at my Instagram story. I have the clip on there. There's no way. Not with today's culture, not with the digital sexual revolution, not with OnlyFans, not with seeking. You're going to be hard pressed. This is why we've been telling you this. What's What's the solutions? Free agent lifestyle, junior college, leveraging options. All right, not not cashing it because otherwise, dude, they're uh, they're going to be out there double. They're they're annihilating you guys at at twenty and twenty one. Not only just with men, they're with women too. All right, if you really want to know some crazy, they be with women too. I mean, they're out here outperforming you, but don't listen to us. There's some da- there's some data where women are like, oh, the uh, there's men that have still higher amounts of sexual part. Not today. In 10 years, it's going to be even more. Jake Wish says, my comment was about uh, uh, oh the two content creators that you mentioned, Donovan and Rolo. But again, I don't know what has been going on, so I can't tell you to comment. I can't comment specifically if they said something, if you want me to comment on that. KW says, good to catch a live stream, coach. I'm going to be hitting you up about a coaching call this month. He says, I noticed that when Michael B. Jordan said he loves anime, all the women suddenly like men who watch anime. Have you ever noticed that? Okay. Women tend to still do follow what men want. You know what I mean? Like if the guy has status, uh, it's the same as a football team. Typically, if you like a football team, she'll like the football team you like. It's getting rarer that they'll do that now because they come in liking who they like now. But yeah, somebody says super chat. He says, I live right next to Newark, New Jersey, and the girls treated me exactly the way you said they did. I'm 25 in trade school, graduate in August, and going to the dark side as soon as I can. Hit me with the Mario deletion. I have that. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to you on that one. And by the way, that is a, that that right there, shout out to you for that one, for discovering that. And uh, knowing to keep your head level out here. We do have a couple more. Uh-oh, we got some sponsors. We got uh, Das Token says, I'm sure that CGA has yet to see Roman girls out twerking in these streets. I have not seen twerking. I haven't seen, like, you know, you know, I'm not saying this is a better place. To me, this is not the place where I would go and select. But um, American culture has not, it's not here. It would not fly here. It would not fly here. Okay. The American culture and so much so that I, you know, i still look at my Instagram and I'm like, man, I don't miss any of that. I don't miss any of that foolishness. You guys got to see it. If you're not able to travel, you know what I mean? You got to see it. The foolishness that happens in America is not happening everywhere else. It's absolute foolishness and it's leading to uh, a decline, if you will. And it's on purpose. It's intentional that is being pushed to us. This is why, um, you know, TikTok is such a dangerous app, even American Government institutions are trying to ban it because of what it's doing. Uh, it's not just a spy app. It is actually taking down the country. Shout out to Jay Cool. Good. He says, great to see you stream today. Pleased to know that you're having a great time. And that's what I'm doing out here. Having a great time. I'm having a great time. Uh, these next two days, I'm going to relax and take it easy. 
No excursions planned. And I'm supposed to go to Florence. I was going to go overnight, but I canceled the hotel. But I might just go in for a um, go in for a day, a day trip. El Jefe says, have some Clementines in Italy for me. I've had some Clementines. And uh, David F. says, enjoy a cappuccino. Ciao. Free agent. Lifestyle for life. I actually... <laughs> Actually been enjoying quite a few cups of cappuccino. And, oh, man, everything's smaller here in terms of quantities of food. Meals are smaller. They gave me some espresso. That shit was a drop. I was like, gump. I was like, what the hell, this little-ass coffee cup? Hold on. Let me show y'all. They was like, did you want some damn cappuccino? They gave me this little-ass cup. I was like, what the hell I'm supposed to do? What the hell? Man, fill that shit up, man. Get the big super-sized cup out. I need two of these cups. What the hell is going on here? It's just shit right there. They gave me an espresso cup. The shit was so small. I was like, here we go. What the hell am I doing here? How much was that? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> how much was that? Holy mackerel. They brought the food. I was like, oh, Lord. I was like, you need to put a little bit more on that plate. Look at this cup. It's a coffee cup. <laughs> again this is why people aren't fat you know what i mean you go travel man you see why people aren't fat i was like man what the hell look at this cup look man what what you gonna do with this man what what what, what is this this is a coffee cup what is that <laughs> i was like i paid how much for that shit he says espresso always a shot this wasn't even a shot it was a drip i was like what i didn't even get my throat lubricated pause I was like, I wasn't even getting, I didn't even taste it. it. Wasn't even a shot. I was like, a shot? Just, you know what a shot looks like? This thing was like less than a shot. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, I do got some people here. He says, and they he says they even play football with their feet. Shout out to Barcelona. By the way, going to the Barcelona Stadium was exciting. I do have a super sponsorship cash app. I got to find it, though. Give me a second. <laughs> so I said, that's a normal size cup in Europe. Yeah, here in Europe, they do everything smaller. We got a super, I don't even have a, we're going to, I don't even have my music here. Let me, I'll give you this one right here. Yeah, they, they don't even, they don't even wear pads when they play football. What's going on here in Europe? Barcelona Stadium was cool to see all the messy trophies. We got, our brother, Mr. Elijah, will call you. He says, how do I become a member? And, well, go over to Locals, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com, and then just do a little support, whatever the level is over there. That's how you do that. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. But appreciate you for co-sponsoring or sponsoring and co-sponsoring. All right. <laughs> he says, how many Euros? Yeah, man. Shout out to the Euro system. Thank God for that, man, because the math is way easier. Or right, you go somewhere else, they'd be like, this is a bajillion. This is a bajillion uh, yen. You're like, a bajillion? I don't even know what to make of this. So you don't get screwed. Unless you do an exchange of money, you're going to get screwed. You're going to get screwed on that one. All right. But the system of European money is very, very close. 50s, 20s, 10s, 5s. All right. The coins could be $2. Where are we at here? Mr. Benoit says, got my CCNP and becoming a network engineer, being able to work while staying overseas. Passport bros, 
We up. Stay focused, guys, and don't give in to American toxicity. Toxicity. Don't fall for the don't fall for the thing, man. I gosh, man. I I could go in on the no, give them bread in the circus. Give them distraction. Give them distraction. We've been, it's here. It's here. I don't see these distractions here. Although it's not perfect here either. It's not perfect. Like I said, I wouldn't live here because, because um, first of all, the gas is out of control. All right. The gas prices are out of control. And by the way, um, my my driver, I have a driver here, my sugar mama paid for. He says his dream is to have a big vehicle. He was like, I want a big, you know, big vehicle. Because everybody drives these micro machines around here. And the reason why they do it is because, number one, gas. Gas is like with the equivalent of $10 a gallon, right? Um, and the tax on gas is 80% of the gas tax goes to the government. So, listen, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Gas is out of control. But his dream was like, I want a big Cadillac Escalade. You know, he wants to drive big cars because big means power here. Big means power. So, yeah, gas is out of control. So that's why everybody drives these little-ass cars. Yeah, the streets are narrow, and people drive like maniacs out here. Although they think it's normal, I could not drive here. I would not drive a nice car here. I would not drive a nice car. I would not put – I've seen 1911 here. The streets are narrow. They're cobblestone. People dart in and out of traffic. Motor scooters scoot right past you. They got those turnabouts. I don't even know where the top stop is or not. There's no organized. It's just chaos. I would not drive. I would drive a beater around here. And having a car, I don't know if it's a status symbol or not. Shout out to Mr. Harley says, are there levels to male husband domestication? How does it line up with the marriage will before and after marriage and children? Uh, male husband All right. Is this better? Should be better. Let me see here. Okay, we got it. All right, yeah. For some reason I kicked the my my setup is all messed up here. I kicked the wire and it and it went off. Okay. All right, so male husband des- domestication, guys. In, in my opinion, people ask me are women more submissive here or feminine? We talked about that in the member live chat. Uh, the way things work here, the industries, how things work here, the women have to be feminine in a, in a sense. Like, they cannot compete here being non-feminine. Sure, they can have jobs and all this stuff, but this whole power dynamic and boss babe stuff does not work over here. Thus, it does work over in the United States because they're trying to feminize you in every single way. And it's not, it's, it's so obvious now, it's ridiculous. Even when it's obvious, people will still say, no, not really. Just kind of like when that guy was dressed like the anime character. Some people was like, oh, it's just anime. I don't give a damn what it's just. It could be he just dressed like Ric Flair. I don't give a damn what it is. It's not a defense that it's not effeminizing a male. The dude's leg was crossed, not like the anime character. I don't want to hear, well, it was just what they were trying to do. I don't give a shit what they were trying to do. It's emasculating. Well, you really don't understand. He was just trying to dress like Mr. Perfect. I don't give a shit what he was trying to dress like. 
It, it didn't matter that he was trying to copy that. He was there basically to, why did they take that guy, a strong, masculine black man, and cross his legs and pucker his lips? They don't give a shit what he was. He could be dressed like gorgeous George the wrestler. Who cares? Why did they do that? Why did they take him, the strongest of the strong, the lean, cut, mean machine? People try to put up with the fence. Oh, well, he was dressed like this anime character. But I don't give a shit what he was dressed like. He, They were emasculating the guy. It was an emasculation. He could have been dressed like Napoleon Bonaparte with the heels and the tight pants around the calves and all that shit in the wig. And I still would have had the same opinion. <laughs> like, and, like, and. So here's the thing. Not only they they do this culturally, I don't think in other places around the world, this would fly. I don't see it here. I don't see men walking around on their typical. There are some men who care about their dress, Italian suits and cuts and Italian leathers and slippers. Sure. You, you can say that there, that, that, that people care about those things. I don't see the emasculation, the way they emasculate the men in America, even to the point of men having man caves, men doing certain things in their marriages, uh, you know, the, the whole throw, throw the man, he's in there, she's screaming, having to do the dishes. I don't see that being a cultural push. They're pushing that culture on you. And it's sad that when you call, I just don't see it. I don't see it. But anyway. Yes, that I think that the whole thing, the whole mother, well, what is it? Yes, dear. The whole, oh, man, it's sad. It's sad, but you guys don't know the you guys don't know any different. And shout out to Mr. Harley. That was a co-sponsorship. We're almost there. We got uh Das Token says stay away from pictures with pictures with pizza boxes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> pictures with pizza boxes. All right. Uh definitely will stay away. I learned what to stay away from around here. We're almost at the end here, and it's almost 10 o'clock. We got. We got my man. We're gonna call you Rushan, Rushan in the building, over on the Cash App, and oh, also, guys, learn languages, learn languages, especially when you're traveling. Um, a lot of people will say you can go to certain places and not know the language. Uh, when you go to Europe, uh, this is with the cheat code of traveling. When people say I've traveled for fifty places, what they are not telling you is that Europe is primarily where they traveled. So. Um, and the equivalent to that is you traveling from state to state in the United States. All right. So they are like, I got passport stamps from 50 places. I guarantee you 25, 30 countries are in Europe. I mean, it's, there's no if, ands, and buts about it because they have the geographical uh, advantage for you to travel in and out. Okay. Uh, same thing with the languages. The languages are in such a, uh, such a place in Europe that if this was the United States, it would be like if you went from California to Arizona and they spoke a different language, right? Uh, we don't have that. There's different dialects and contexts and all of that stuff. But United States is so big that uh, people can travel within the United States and get travel experience. Um, but for some reason, it doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count because you got to go over to Europe and travel to 30 countries, right? Well, shit, you can go to 30 states in, in the United States and you have traveled 30 states. You know what I mean? Like you've traveled the equivalent, but it just doesn't count. With that being said, languages in Europe, there are so many small places and they all have their own language. 
And it makes it somewhat easier if you know one language to learn another one. However, I'm going to just say this. If you're coming to Europe, you better know some of the language. You better know some of the language. Because many times they're not trying to work around you. Sometimes you will find people who speak English. And it's 50-50. It's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. If they're older, forget it. If they're older than 50, they don't know no English and they ain't trying. And they will still talk to you in Italiano. They still talking to your ass. And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they still hitting you up. And you're like. <laughs> and they'll, yeah, or Arabic. They'll hit you with some Arabic. There's a lot of Arabs here. There's a lot of Arabs here. There's, there's Jewish people here. Okay. There's, there's a lot of Arabic here. There's a lot of Northern African Tunisians here. Right. Um, you think they black. The only black people that talk to you. Oh, by the way, should, should we cover that? <laughs> should we cover that? But learn, learn language, learn some language. Like you have to be able to know, all right, merci, if you're somewhere, uh, you, you better know how to say prego. You better know what that means. You better learn how to say buongiorno, buongiorno. Because they ain't going to hit your ass with the good morning, <laughs> right? You'd be like, hey, how you doing? Good morning. They're like, what? By the way, um, <laughs> uh, there was a chick that I was with. And she was like, oh, I love your accent. And she was uh, trying to mimic something I was saying. And uh, it was water. <laughs> she was like, water. She was like, say it, water. She's like, I have a glass of water. And I was like, have a glass of water? She's like, oh, see that? She thought it was cute. Oh, water, water. She said, water, water. It's water. Water. Because in, in her area in the United Kingdom, they say water. May I have a glass of water? Water. They pronounce the T in the E's and the R's. But she was like, you don't pronounce the T, the E, or the R. She was like, water. <laughs> she thought that was cute. She was like, oh, say it. Say it. Drink a glass of water. And she was half Russian, half Italian. All right. So anyway, by the way, just to let you guys know, travel, learn the language. Um, I know some people will tell you you can go to Philippines, and yes, they speak a lot of English there. All right, um, and uh, they do speak their languages as well. But do you do want to know the basics? You do want to know the basics, for real. All right, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> poor son. He says I don't speak Italian. Yeah, man. People will greet you in Italian. People will, you know, they're not going to be like, "Oh, I see you're American." By the way, oh, one more thing, and then we'll close up the show. Um, and by the way, take your language classes seriously when you're in high school, man, take them seriously because it's a major advantage to be able to speak another language, even just the basics. Like for me, Spanish, I can get by at least for about a minute and a half. I'll be like, oh, like, oh, boy, stop being all right. Muy bien. Yes. Eat. I can. You know what? You know what I sometimes do? Since some languages are close, I'll speak Spanish <laughs> when I'm here. When I'm here, I'm like, okay, they don't know it in English. Let me see if maybe I say it in Spanish that it's close to Italian. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. So I'm like, I know the word in Spanish. <laughs> you know what I mean? But look, take your, take your language classes seriously because it's a significant advantage to learn language. Okay. Um, where are we at here? 
Oh, I was going to say, oh, uh, one more thing about, you know, if you're a black man and you're concerned about coming to this area, this is not Western Europe. It is somewhat the Mediterranean. You're going to your experience here is not going to be like messing with German people here and French people, although they are here, too. A lot of Germans here, a lot of people from France. Uh, but it's, this is not the white experience that you might think it would be. This is very much a cultural Mediterranean melting pot between Turkish people, Greeks, Romans. Italians, well, not Romans, but Italians, um, uh, Northern Africans, Tunisian, a lot of that here. You do see black people here. They don't give a damn about you being black. Neither do the people that are non-black. They don't give a damn. You just one of the people that are here. Um, they're not going to be as racist to you. They just like if you don't speak Italian, you out. If they speak Italian and no English, they ain't going to F with you. And they're not really trying to F with you anyway. But what they will find out is that they really, like, people don't know I'm American until I talk. Like, they might think I'm from somewhere else. And so if there is an engagement, I'll start talking, and they'll be like, oh, American. They'll call me an American. Okay. So um, with that being said, people look at you not more for, I'm sure there's cases, but it's not more race. It's more nationality. Nationality is a big thing here. Nationality. So. Um, you know, yeah, it's that you're American. It's not that you're a black guy, not that you're a black, a ninja, uh, or, or any of that. It's that when you open your mouth, there could be somebody out of the 20 people there, there could be two people that speak English and nobody else speaks any English. All right. And they'll eventually be like, that's the American. So you represent, you represent the entire, um, you represent the entire United States when you're traveling. And when you do stuff and just to tell you, if you a little bit fresh to death with your outfit, if you got cool sneakers on, you stand out like a mother sucker here because Jordan, like those things are hard to get here. And most people ain't wearing uh, fresh sneakers and shit like that here. Like they, they not even trying to be like, uh, like they, they wear what they wear. And most of it is muted colors, black. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody's like jumping out with bright ass colors. Like I've been having that uh, polo. Uh, polo vest on and it's yellow Sh uh, shoes red I love your shoes it stands out some people look at me and they be like damn like what the hell are you looking like a goddamn billboard like this dude got polos this Jordan's that they like you look like a walking billboard nobody's like looking like a billboard like that they don't wear their tags out like we wear our tags so that becomes that's not gonna help you out here it ain't going to help you out. I mean, if you got cool sneakers, they might mention it. All right, but they ain't trying to be like, oh, you got fresh clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Uh, yeah, man, no drip. Drip. Your drip would be if you're an older man, if you dress, you got a tailor suit and some loafers and shit. And you got a leather handbag. <laughs> right. Oh, last one. You, it, they smoke like crazy out here. So they smoke like crazy. So, man, they be smoking like chimneys out here, man. Everywhere you look, it don't matter who the person is smoking. All right. Tobacco did not go out of style. And, you know, I'm from Southern California. So Southern California tends to be a smokeless society and America in general is somewhat smokeless. Not here. Not here. The person will be indoors sitting next to you in the smokeless section of the restaurant, which if you know restaurants here, they're small. They're small and tight. All right, there's no big open, there's no claim jumpers here. 
There's no claim junkers. Yeah, the junior college, young women smoking. Walking up and down the street, young women. They be smoking like a mother sucker. All right, so you be, if you messing with chicks out here, they smoking. So you'll be in a restaurant, which is a restaurant cafe right there on the corner. You out there on the table, your person light up. Smoking. Smoking like crazy. Yep, and they don't give a F either. They'll blow the smoke right over in your area. About right in their business. So uh, anyway, man, <laughs> shout out to y'all. I'm going to probably do maybe two more of this one. I got Thursday. I'm taking it easy now. Most of my trip is over, but I'm going to go on. Uh, I'm going to go out probably tomorrow, maybe to Florence, maybe Thursday or Friday. Then I'm going to be out, but I'll be back here. I might do one more stream, maybe two. Uh, but let me check the super chats before I get out of here. Thank you for the support. And just so you know, man, they didn't get me. They didn't get me. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Vatican is out of control, man. The Vatican is one of those things, man. The the art in there is unbelievable. So if you haven't, if, if you don't appreciate art, if you don't appreciate art, the Vatican is one of those places that make you appreciate art and, and sculptures and shit like that, right? You're going to walk out of there like, damn, like these people was on some serious. Sh these people had time on their hands. <laughs> and these art pieces go back to even before Christ. I'm like, boy, these people have some time on their hands, man. He says, the, yeah, the art is what it is. The art is what it is. I ain't going to tell you what, what, what it is, what it is. I mean, there was some stuff in there. I was like, Lord. But uh, I'm not a big art person, if you will. All right, but I appreciate the arts, and there was a lot of people in there. There was a lot of stuff going on on there. I, you know, This is before Instagram. This is before Internet. Uh, most people today are very much untalented people. Like they don't even do art or they don't do anything. What like what do you do as a person? I don't do shit. Like people was like, I got nothing to do. Guess I'll draw, paint, sculpt, run, run game. Like people like had some talent back in the day. Uh, and uh, I'm sure there's artists today. They go very much unappreciated uh, by a large uh, amount of people until they die. Unfortunately, that's how an artist makes their money. All right, people be selling art on the corner. You be like, get that shit out of there. They die. Oh, this is very valuable. Let's tr let's figure out the meaning of this. I got super chats to do, and then we gonna get out. We just messing around. We just messing around. We got a lot of super chats. Shout out to uh, Carrot Juice Podcast. He says, get yourself a nice old fashioned or a Manhattan on me, coach. Appreciate you out here. Enjoy your trip, man. He says, you are still the hardest working man on YouTube, even while on vacation. Take care. All right, appreciate that. New syllabus says coach is talking facts. I banged out four baddies this week, but I was a goofball growing up. Guys, it all catches up to you, man. Afi Kingdom, we met up in Vegas. Shout out to you. Much love, bro. Passport gang. We got to dip out, man. Get out. Y'all got to get out and travel. All right. Pay your child support up so you can be like the traveling brothers here. Okay. Blue Bagger says coach, them portions and cups are normal size. You just accustom to all the fat stuff in America. Yeah, man. And guys, you could not make it out here uh, just walking around. <laughs> you know what I mean? My back tightened up and seized up. All right. all Everywhere I walk is hills, stairs, and unstable surfaces, cobblestone, and people be huffing. Yo, uh, young people, old people, women, men. Your fresh Nikes don't mean shit out here when you walking around. And plus, it's raining out here, too. 
Yo, man, yo, junk gonna be messed up. I saw people walking in puddles like it wasn't shit, but they was wearing boots and leather goods where it didn't soak up through the sock. All right, they knew what to wear, but you out here with your fresh shit on, man, you getting cardio, bro. I was walking up this hill by my hotel. I was like, this street does not need to be built like this, but they flatten the shit out. Flatten it out, man. Why y'all build all this stuff on hills? And build it on hills. Y'all can build one street flat. Not one. Not one. Not one flat street around you. And they put stairs everywhere. Stairs. Like they'll just build something. And, I mean, I don't know. They these things have been around for hundreds of years, sometimes thousands. Steps. You just going up steps. If you follow my Instagram stories, you see what I'm talking about. Like it's hills and stairs everywhere. Like you can't be fat out here. You cannot be fat. You can't barely be handicapped. You cannot be handy. This is why people, this is why, uh, yeah, American portions and um and healthy people in terms of being, you cannot be fat out here. You cannot. BBWs would go out of business out here. You cannot be a BBW out here. Talk about my thyroid and I got knee issues. You can you will not make it in Europe. You you automatically done. <laughs> All right. There's no, there's no way around it. There's no way around it. And the elevators are small. They call it the lift, right? The elevators are small. You're not going to get like five people in it, many elevators. There's, I was in the smallest, tightest elevator I've ever been in because it was built in an old place, but it was a, it was basically like a, a pulley system. And it came down like, <laughs> right? The door opened up. I walked in sideways. And all you could do is like, you could barely turn around in the damn thing and face the door again. I was like, what the hell? So, like, you can't be no BBW in there. Like, you couldn't go up the elevator. Then if you can't go up the lift, you'd have to go up the stairs. And the stairs are built like, <laughs> yeah, you guys are messed up. All right. Anyway, where are we at? JC says, I only got one punch, coach. Then I'm grabbing your ass. That's right. Grab, 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 grab. Grab, grab, grab. Maybe Network Guy says, Coach, shout out to you. I remember one thing from your Sicily video is steps. Hopefully the American ladies can take the advice. Enjoy your vacation. Yeah, if you if you're old and you're like I'm gonna go to Europe or this part of Europe, do not come here. You're gonna walk up stairs. You're gonna walk up steps and heels. I feel bad because I did see people that you know we would get off the cruise and go on an excursion, and they would tell you they'd be like, hey, look, we're gonna go up these stairs and walk up this hill. If you can't take it, you out. Just sit here and wait for us to get back. And a lot of old people was trying to keep up, but man, do not come out here if you're not gonna be in shape. All right, there's nobody gonna care about you. We got uh, AB Network guy. Shout out to you. Yes, yeah, stairs everywhere. Step, step, step. Superman says, "What place would you recommend for single men to travel?" I would say over to get your feet wet. I don't know where you are. See, that's the that's the problem. I don't know where you are. But uh, if you're in North America, just start with the places in North America because it's lower investment, right? And uh, get accustomed to traveling by yourself. And of course, Mexico will challenge Mexico. Mexico will challenge you to be able to be confident traveling there uh, by yourself. All right, because uh, in it, in Italy, it's no nobody cares. Right, nobody's bothering you. They do have some hooligans, but they don't be messing with you out here. All right, pretty much somewhat safe here. But uh, in Mexico, it will tell you how to travel. I would say stay in North America. Hey, America, America has so many great places to travel to. Don't get caught up in the international travel if you haven't traveled yet. All right. I've been to 49 out of the 50 states. All right. If I was traveling through Europe, I would have been through 49 countries. Okay. 
All right. I've been to 49 countries. All right. I've been to 49 of the 50 states. All right. So start with the United States and then start going into North America first. Uh, that includes Mexico, even Canada. Yeah, you'll be good. Zero Fallout says, I was talking uh, about the think before you sleep. Hold on for a second. What happened? Uh, I was talking about the think before you think before guy. He got a used up ethot now, and he's anti-MGTOW. Well, you know, people go through phases. Uh, what happens is content creators tend to come in for a specific reason, whether it was a bad relationship, a breakup, a divorce, child support, uh, uh, and, you know, a variety of reasons. Uh, they evolve from a dating coach, and they go into a different aspect. So uh, typically what happens to them is they get improvement faster than um, the person that is watching you, the people who who are listening, and their improvement comes to their financial position changes. Okay, and so it, their perspective changes as well, right? Um, because then they are financially able to date. They're financially able to get around things that you might not still be able to get around, right? And then they are able to kind of go out and be like, "Oh, well, you know, I actually don't um, believe some of these things, or I don't want to be attached to this certain group." And the first thing they do is try to detach. Well, I'm not MGTOW. I hate the MGTOWs. I actually never liked them. But they never would have said that in their earlier content because they never would have grew. But they use their they use their earlier growth on Red Pill or MGTOW or something like that. And then as they grow, then they're like, well, I don't like them. They could say that. Okay. Um, or I never was attached to them. Same thing as Manosphere. Oh, I'm out of the Manosphere. I'm leaving the Manosphere. All right. Because they really don't need it anymore. They built their audience up. And their audience is somewhat loyal to them. So then they could disassociate where originally if they would have disassociated from the beginning, they wouldn't have grew nothing. They wouldn't have had nothing. All right. So that's typically what happens. I think it's an evolution that they evolve pretty quickly uh, due to their finances changing. And then that affords them to be able to believe that they can get around some of the issues that they were dealing with when their finances were bad. That's all. That's all. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. It, 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 it's what it is. You know what I mean? And then eventually what will happen is they find themselves in the same place. It wasn't the money. Yeah, the money allowed you to attract who you got. It wasn't the money. It was you. And so if you didn't change who you were and you still a softy and you still then you end up still with a single mother, still with a fat woman, still with a, you know, you still with a hooker that you made a girlfriend because you can afford her now. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be back. You're going to be back talking about it wasn't. She not mine. It's just your turn. You're going to be back. Look, you're going to be scoop. You're going to be skadoodling back. Talk about, oh, man. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, look, let me see if I got everybody. What do we got here? Shout out to Zero Fallout. But I don't know that about him. You just mentioned that, but I'm just mentioning in general. It typically happens with the content creator. Uh, for me, it was the evolution was, hey, I can't say I'm this which I would say in my videos. So I'm going to change it to free agent lifestyle. So I just kind of tweaked it so that I could say it uncensored. Then, then it turned into the whole, the junior college thing, but that came about because I had to make more content, right? I had to make more content. I'm doing two streams a day. Now I can't just get on and say what I said in the previous stream. So now that's another element to the, to the content, but uh, never be mad that a content creator goes through a period of growth. Right. If that's where they want to go, that's where they want to go. And many times they can afford it by dismissing what made them because then they'll say, I never was I never got big off of this particular group. 
and it's a it's a lie. You could go to the comment sections of the earlier videos and you'll see them in there saying MGTOW and you'll see them in there. They're, they're there. And they got they got them pushed through the algorithm. And then I well, but I never claimed it. But you were saying everything that they were saying. It's it's a somewhat foolish thing that people try to p- get past uh, a lot of people. And it angers a lot of men. You know what I mean? Because they're like, hey, man, what, what's going on? Why you have to do that? But but it is what it is. It is what it is. It's, it's just human beings, man. Anyway, shout out to the coach. Gang. Let me make sure I got everybody, though, because I hate to go off. And then they'd be like, I super chatted you. <laughs> right. But anyway, if you if you done with this stream, you could be out of here. OK, let me see. I'm just getting all the brothers here, the contributions here uh, to the to the sugar mama fund, the, the, the baby mama terrorist fund still active. And uh, I think let me check Venmo and then I think we could be out of here and then I should be back tomorrow evening. All right. Cappuccino Espresso on my my on my account here. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. And. Let me see. Where's my thing at? And we out of here. Oh, yeah, we out of here. Peace.